Imported foreigns, this currency, I get more and more. Uh -huh. And more from Torrently, Florida, than I'm performing yours. What's going on? I'm going over last week's releases. There isn't really much from last week's releases. I was actually surprised because they're only in January. But uh, like they come out with like a like you know a lot of albums. But I guess last week was like you know uh, you know pretty like you know wasn't like the, the most heavy fucking you know it wasn't heavy with you know releases. But this week it's like a lot of fucking releases, man. So I, I'd rather just try to get over, like, do this quickly, so I can start catching up with, like, this week's releases over the next couple of days, instead of leaving until the last day on Thursday before. I know Conway's album did just come out again, whatever, but this is, like, give and give. It was a single last week. This is Raw 49 and Lil Wayne. What's that, baby? Look at Lil Wayne's voice. This is Finesse Two Times with Rick Ross. Fat Boy. The beat's good, but Finesse Two Times is on and off with me, but I thought Rick Ross's verse is actually pretty decent. This is Shade Noir, your old Drew, get evidence, junior high. Skepta with uh, it's called Jane Grover. I think Andrews Elba's in this too. God, crypto, dialogue of living men, part two. Never missing the beat. Niggas be talking about how they got shoes. 
This is Mega Ran, Royal Rumble Rap. Friends album came out. There's like 11 songs on here. I like two of them. One's called Milan. Then I like Fredo. I like uh, 14 songs on Fredo Bang's album. Um, I like one, two, three, four, I like six of them. Yeah. The album's called Yes I'm Sad and the song is called Yes I'm Sad. Pretty self-explanatory, right? This is a uh, come through. Ring Ring with Kevin Gates. This is 
hundred rounds. This is a brand new app. With Rick Ross. That's basically it. Was it many, you know? Now I gotta go through all the other... I wanna get this out of the way, because, you know... I'm glad I, I was able to get the Raw NXT recaps out of the way in the discourse as well on Wednesday, whatever. On, like, you know, the the day that I fucking released the, uh, the, the other podcast, whatever. Um... Again, with the cold soul, I, I didn't feel I was left behind this time because the rumble. But the thing is... Like, I'm at, again, like, I, I know I'm gonna fucking give in and watch the fucking Rumble because it's a part of, like, you know, I, 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 I really need to, like, exile from society and just, like, not give in to the entertainment because you really, I, I really don't want to, but I know that I, 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 I have a weak mind and I fucking end up giving in. And I guess the part where it keeps me a little bit human is, like, like, not, like, totally investing into the actual, like, product because of what's surrounding it, because of all the horribleness. I mean, the thing is, none of the stuff that's been leaked, um, you know, with the, with the text, surprised me to the, to, to the lead. But, like, but when you read these texts, I had to tap out. It was, like, again, because I, I can't read that long anyways, you know what I mean? Especially when it's too, you know, I got so much information to catch up on. I just try to see what the talking points were. But when I when I woke up in like in the afternoon because I I kind of sleep in the morning, there was like a whole bombardment on Thursday about this Vince McMahon shit. Where now, it's like it's by design to become like part of the news. You know what I mean? Like the the here's the thing about it. What what this woman, what this poor woman went through, everything hundred percent I believe is legit. What she went through, but because this is common course in the entertainment world. Even not just with like Vince McMahon, he like 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 the Vince McMahon's and Howard, in my personal opinion, Howard Stern and the Trumps, they all work on a different level. But like you know, it's like a common thing even on lower levels now, where people have a little bit of power and they abuse it that way. You know what I mean? Like sex trafficking to basically kind of boost somebody's like credit, like boost somebody's morale in order to like get what you want. That's just been going on since forever, right? So it feels like this example was done as a way to make it the like to make it like the, the the mainstream story of something current. So then we tie it back to other things in the fucking past. 
Because there's no way that people in the industry are, are, are like, you know, like people people in the media, you know, what they're calling some of the OG media members, are surprised by any of how this goes on. Especially when, like, it's going on with AEW right now. But it feels like not only, like, it's like, it's like, it's like they have to tie it into mom and pop shop level stuff where you make it seem like, well, there's these rules and regulations and how can NDA cover up sexual... It's like, like, and they'll find a gimmicked way for why it can happen, whatever, but, like, it's because these guys, in my personal opinion, these institutions are above the fucking law, you know what I mean? Like, they're above the law, and these billionaires are so fucking powerful that they're able to make their reputation be irrelevant, only relevant to the fandom itself. So then people started getting mad at, like, wrestling media... And sure, what to call some of them fucking act like sports entertainers online. And you can fucking get fucking pissed off about that. But, like, the thing is, is I hold the fucking highly funded fucking mainstream media more. Um, uh, like, people will give Wall Street Journal, uh, you know, props. But the thing is, like, guys like Vince McMahon should have been investigated a long time ago. But what to call, like, like for, for some reason, people can read all the horrible shit Vince McMahon has done, and then people act like, oh, why are the wrestling media talking? Listen, I'm, I'm not, like, defending every single fucking person because the guys like Brad Shepard are fucking assholes, and he's the one that leaked the name. I guess that's probably part of the storyline, too, where, what they call like, 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 I hate referring to all this horrible shit, but this is how these people think. Like, this poor woman... Was like like the thing is cogs don't get like 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 co- like the system chooses which cogs they're gonna abuse, and then what they call and then they, so they can go through it's, it, it, it's like oh you can't just work hard and what they call you know uh, get propped up whatever you gotta go through all this horrible fucking shit and the reason why I'm pointing this how, how I believe it works out is because then a lot of assholes then start going oh why didn't she say anything sooner. Why didn't she? Oh, she's only doing it because she now wants to get fucking paid and make a name for herself. The system decides when the fucking news can fucking uh, come to light. See, I used to ask those inconsistent, those questions that seemed inconsistent as well. If I'm judging it by what's on the fucking surface, but none of this shit is by the what's on the surface. It's to me at least, it's designed to. Uh, it's designed to be put out there, but even when you when you get the fucking news out there about what horrible shit's been done, it also fucking puts a target on you because the sicko fans are gonna be now like going after you nonstop. And 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 any any chance that these fucking jerk offs can be a misogynist and defend what Vince McMahon has done. The thing is, when I woke up, it was like. The first thing that I like, I, I, I knew that this was going on. I, I know all the details, but one of the things that was trending at least was like Vince, uh, Vince, uh, Vince dildo or something like that. So like, even when this horrible shit happens, what takes precedent on the fucking timeline is that Vince McMahon named dildos after fucking professional wrestlers. So if if I was making jokes about that, I wasn't like mocking what this woman went through. It's mocking Vince McMahon's perverted fucking mind. But at the same time, it's like you know what I mean. But then, but then as like the new, I, I, I was reacting to what I was looking at, right? 
And then as I read more of the fucking text, I was like, holy fucking shit, you know? Like, 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 like I knew horrible shit like this happens, but reading it in text form is like another fucking level, you know what I mean? It's like I had to tap out. I can't even keep up with all of it because it all becomes part of the discourse about which media members are not holding them accountable. Who's good? Like th- at this point, it's like, dude, let the law fucking deal with it. I don't give a shit if a bunch of gimmick wrestling fucking reporters uh, at a press conference are gonna fucking you know uh, are 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 gonna fucking you know ask a fucking question that Triple H is not gonna fucking you know uh, 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 say anything by. I mean, you should ask. Go ahead, ask. But the thing is, is like, even the, the questions are going to be fucking limited. Because you're acting like, 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 like this isn't like a, a normalized thing in like a lot of levels of fucking show business and in wrestling. It's a mafia industry. It's been funded on this kind of fucking behavior. You'll hold Brian Danielson accountable for not saying anything because you know, obviously everything everything that he does in these real life interviews are supposed to be scripted as well. But at the same time, they give CM Punk a pass when CM Punk fucking knew about this kind of fucking shit as well. Which is why when when you know I was in my CM Punk fandom, and he called out Chris Brown. And at, at that time, I thought like something. The thing is, is like. I didn't realize that it was all orchestrated to, like... I mean, people just want to think Chris Brown's an abuser. I mean, they're gimmicking him up as one. But to me, as years went by, I've come to realize... Because him and Rihanna fucking were, like, kind of mocking the camera a couple years afterwards. And it was like they're breaking kayfabe of something that was, like, gimmicked. You know what I mean? Me that she really got fucking punched and all that kind of shit. But at the time when, when CM Punk was uh, shitting on him... I I bought into the notion because I thought like you know like the the higher powers in the world like fucking organize this kind of stuff. I thought what they call like they framed them or something like that, or they were ex- they use like publications to exaggerate like you know to like amp up like the damage d- done to Rihanna to sell fucking magazines, which could be like the, uh, not not to say that there wasn't real like real abuse, but would you be surprised if like to sell extra magazines or extra fucking headlines and all that kind of stuff they would uh, amp amp it up because they do that with a lot of fucking shit, whatever, right? It wasn't that, that, that I was like, oh, anti-Rihanna or anything like that, but, like, I thought, like, Chris Brown was, like, a- another cog that was getting fucking, you know, fucked with as, like, the main character while, um, while, what to call, guys like CM Punk were calling him out, but then none of his pipe bomb was mentioning Vince McMahon and the act and how his hero, Stone Cold, also has domestic abuse, and it got, it got kind of swept under the fucking rug afterwards. You know, and so, 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 CM Punk never really called out Vince McMahon on that level. But I wouldn't be surprised because, like, you know, his whole marketing has been who he can fuck. Like, people act like John Laurinaitis is a scumbag because, like, he's looking at, oh, look, who's fuckable and all that. And again, he is a fucking creep. But if you don't think CM Punk hasn't marketed, like, in an industry where everyone's fucking everyone, most likely. Because it's in, you know, again, all these industries are incestuous in that kind of way, right? I, I, I don't think incestuous is the right word. I don't, I, I don't, I don't know why. For some reason, it, it sounded like the right word. I don't know. I don't know. I, I guess incestuous in the sense that, like, they're, like, not, like, related, but, like, 
they look at they look at each other as like you know brother and sister and all that kind of stuff. But then they're but then they're basically fucking, you know. But like, if you don't think, in my personal opinion, if you don't think CM Punk like marketed that for online coolness, because who you're fucking, you know, for online people, it's like oh, the coolest thing ever, right? Like oh my god, you know you know what I mean? Because like I think oh my god, Vince McMahon's like a boss because he gets laid, and he gets to make out with all these chicks, not knowing like. Like, 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 the power dynamic shit that goes on, whatever. I just assume that if these women had a problem, it would... But but that but that's how manipulative the, the, like, you know, like, how the narratives are. Because I always assume that, oh, if they got accused of something and they didn't go to jail or they got like, convicted of it, then that means that, like, you know, it, it, it was just a fucking... People used to go up about how, like, America has, like, the most fair fucking system. And I'm like, oh, okay, well, if that's true, then I guess, like, these... Charges aren't really fucking, you know, uh, like you know, like like, like their butt get like, like I didn't know the dynamics of of what a powerful person can do, and especially when like you know it's supposed to rep- you know, but Vince McMahon's whole thing has been there, you know. If if one person has left a fucking uh a a a a breadcrumb trail of fucking his crimes, if you want to talk about like putting art um on trial, like how you guys do with hip hop. You know, you want to put lyrics and fucking tr- on on the trial and all that type of shit. But it's like if I fucking did that for like Vince McMahon, like there's a there's more than enough fucking shit that Vince McMahon has fucking you know put like e- even if okay fine maybe it's just art, whatever right? But like you not realize how sick of a human being this guy has to be if he's scripting his daughter to talking about how Vince McMahon pimped, pimped her out at the age like at, at uh at the age of 17 to go sleep with business associates you know i don't know let me um hold on a second let me um play a song hold on a second because people are acting stupid about Stephanie McMahon not knowing, or Triple H not knowing about this, but it's like literally been in their fucking storylines, you know. So, so here's a clip that I always play of Howard Stern, and again, every institutional leader like the, from that pipeline, Howard Stern and Vince McMahon are very much part of the same pipeline. Okay, so this is the same thought process that I can see Donald Trump or Vince McMahon or any powerful person having against the fucking media. This is why you won't see, like, actual fucking... Like, you, you, like people get mad at the fucking media for not doing the fucking coverage. I, I, I hate... Like, uh, the, the, there's no excuse why independent alt-media, like TYT and all of them, don't cover this Vince McMahon stuff. Because TYTs are fans of WWE. They, you know, they, they, they probably look up to Vince McMahon. But there's no, I, I don't see why the why the wrestling media, I, I, I listen, if if you're gonna put out the, like again the same the same thing though like if, if wrestling media doesn't want to be held held a task about not asking the questions and all that, they may be honest about what the fucking game is. But here, here's Howard Stern. Hold on. Hold on. Can't believe haven't figured out yet. How do you do it? How? Which these, these these celebrities I can't believe haven't figured out yet. How do you do it? Half the staff of the Inquirer, the Globe, uh, the, star. the Star, are got 
if, if, if these celebrities who have a lot of money were, were smart, they would hire a private detective service to follow all the men around on the globe, on the... Uh, now, half of them are cheating. Of course. That's More than half. Guy. They're all up to something. You want to have something on the globe, the Inquirer, like like Frank Gifford should hire a, a detective now and follow all these guys. Well, he, too late for Too him. late for him. But a smart man would like have... <laughs> like myself. Has a dossier on about 15 of these guys. Yeah. And if they ever screw with me, I get on the radio and wreck their friggin' lives. Well, the other things, those guys don't have radios. Or radio <laughs> That's right. <laughs> so, uh, you fight fire with fire. And I'm a madman. I wouldn't, I wouldn't think twice about wrecking somebody's life. Oh, absolutely not. Well, they're wrecking lives. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's... If I was Frank Gifford... An eye for an eye. Oh, man. I'd hire a detective right now and say, okay, let's find out who's clean on your staff. Well, I think Frank has too many problems. Yeah, Frank. Right Frank's, Frank's right now dealing. Frank's dealing with like a whole situation. He's got a. He's got a crazed Kathy Lee. So you see, and that's the kind of fucking mindset that that exists. That's why, like, I used to go hard at the fucking media, but then at the same time, when you realize that this is what powerful people like, for example, I, okay, if Vince, if you know that Vince McMahon can do all these horrible things, why do you like? Why do people who get online? That try to fucking be these moral crusaders. Like, like you can't be a moral crusader about this Vince McMahon shit while you're also shilling for Jim Cornette. Okay? And, and Jim Cornette functioned under that. What you don't think it was going on back when Jim Cornette was there? Especially with the stories that have come out that Jim Cornette, like, pretends like it was all, like, consensual. He made it seem like it was just his kink. Again, and I have no issue with him having that kink if it's all consensual, but... If you're dangling that kind of shit over people's heads and people don't have fucking power, they think they have to fucking do that. But if you're someone that's defending that, if you're someone defending, like, why CM Punk's not saying any fucking thing and you're going at Brian Danielson. It's supposed to be a fucking story now where it puts over certain people in the media that will ask a fucking, you know, limited question. It's more about, like, you know, making their making the words that Triple H says. If you, if you don't think Triple H fucking... Triple H, like, uh, like d- didn't do shit about the build, the build the Mott thing until the fucking allegations came out. It, it just... People don't want to admit that, like, they have to have, like, okay, Vince McMahon's not there anymore. So th- this means that he's, uh, you know, uh, it means it's all safe now. It's like, no, Stephanie McMahon fucking, you know, these people knew it. They even have it in fucking storyline. Look at the storyline right here. Stephanie McMahon, I want you to meet your new assistant, Sable. Tell me, Dad, what position is Sable qualified for? Well, I don't know if you're going to believe this or not, but Sable is eminently qualified at a number of positions. I'm sure. I'm sure, Dad. That's all it takes, right, is good looks. Do you forget, does, does Sable's body make you forget that Sable sued our company for millions of dollars? That Sable jumped on the bandwagon of any person who was trying to sue our company. It's all about money to her. 
See? What's it called? That's in the storyline right there. So, and this is based off a real lawsuit, right? So, what's it called? Like, she's already presenting the storyline that Sable coming... And, and by the way, this also... Because, again, I didn't know much about the fucking rules. I, I said that, okay, well... Like, if WWE is, like, giving the narrative that Sable's, like, just chasing money and she's making stuff up, whatever, then why is she coming back? But, like, it's like, you know, th- th- these people all function with the industry where eventually they all come back, whatever. I'm sure you'll find out some reason of why she came back of, like, you know, because, like, you know, like, she probably came, she came back to some degree maybe because... They ensure that her career would not go anywhere outside the fucking company. When they want, when they want to kill your career outside the company, they can do that. When you're supposed to flourish outside the fucking company, you know what I mean? It's like it's like a it's like a hand picked competition, basically. Like, oh look, The Rock blew up without WWE, and even though he's kind of still associated, you know what I mean? So, the, so, so this is also part of like, oh shit, so this that that was all bullshit. Then if Sable is coming, that's how I used to fucking think. Because of how um, society presented it, whenever they, uh, say, you know, whenever like these billionaires like Vince McMahon would, you know, basically and have like the, the defenders as well, like in, in like guys like Meltzer and all that, where you'll call out him, but then they'll be like, yeah, well, this is kind of bull-. like you know what I mean, like like I don't know. It- That's all Sable cares about, and what did Sable sue for? Sue you, sue me. She sued us for sexual harassment. And all of this just goes by the wayside because she shakes her little fanny in your direction. She, she sticks her breasts in your face, and that's all it takes, Dad. That's all it takes for you. Oh, really? Well, look, that was then, and this is now, okay? You know what? I figured it out. I know why you're so upset. Because you're jealous of your new assistant, Sable's looks. So that was one part of the storyline. Um, here's another one right here. I'm sorry that all my life I've let you manipulate me and use me. All my life just to be the apple of my daddy's eye. I'm having a little fun here. Every time that you have ever, every time I went out to dinner with one of your business associates, I was 17 years old. You don't think they told me what you promised them I'd do? And guess what, Dad? I did it. I did it for you. And that, and that comes to the new. The, the, I, I forgot to mention this part. It because it's like I, this goes on forever. But since this is all like calculated of who's supposed to be the villain at this point right now, Brock Lesnar seems to be the one that's being being uh, aimed at. You know what I mean? I'm sure that like, this has been like a normal fucking thing that they do. Uh, you know, people people in the system do that fucking shit too. You, you know what I mean? Like you. you I, I, you know, like, you know, again, I, I never know where people in my, in my own fucking life, ha, ha, who they're associated with. And I, I assume that with the cold, they've probably done some shit like that too. Like, I, it's not how it fucking operates. But, like, like, don't hide and pretend like Stephanie McMahon or Triple H didn't know about this. When, like, you're literally using it in storyline. This sounds like a fucking confession. And again, even if it's just a storyline, what kind of fucking sicko scripts his daughter to fucking say this kind of shit? 
Like, I, like he woke up one day, this is all just storyline, right? He woke up one day and goes, okay, I'm gonna, like, he didn't have the decency to even just pimp her out when she was of age. He had to fucking specify that it was 17 years old. Like, Jesus fucking Christ, dude. Do the things I did with them and I'm ashamed of myself. I'm ashamed of myself that I'm just like you. And I'm not gonna let you do that to Zach Gowan. <laughs> Zach Gowan. And then they booked her to, you know, basically be, you know, be irrelevant afterwards, so. This this felt like a fucking confession, in my personal opinion, you know. Now that you think about it, you know what I mean? Like, you know. Her name is uh, Janelle Grant, by the way. And then also, like, there's also, uh, you know, talk about how, like, like and this, this, this exemplifies... Uh, how powerful people operate and how manipulative they can fucking be where they fucking find somebody who's having a hard, like, hard life. I guess they live in the, like, in the same apartment. How did it, um... Hold on a second, Vincent, hold on a second. Uh... Hold on, uh... Hold on. Like the way that they're like talking about how um Try to find the exact fucking thing, whatever. Um, uh, hold on. Trying to, um, trying to look at how he, he met her because again, this, this exemplifies how these billionaires. Managed by Donald Trump's suite. Hold on a second, let me see. 
Mid-day boss and luxury condo managed by Donald Trump. So managed by a Trump organization, all the residents voted to describe the foreign president's name from 2001. So yeah, at the time she was uh, trying to find gainful employment after her parents uh, passed, whom she um, cared full-time as a sole caretaker. She was unemployed and her fa- family home was lost in her parents' bankruptcy. She sought out advice of her building resident manager who said that McMahon might be in position to help. McMahon texted, texted, texted the, um, hell yeah, basically. If, if, uh, you know, and, and giving her a fresh start. He met in this condo for what uh, was a job interview. She arrived at the meeting with the copies of her resume as well as thank you cookies. McMahon shared details about his personal life, including the fact that he and Linda were, you know, long. But see, 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 the fact that they're bringing this into the thing is, even when he, she, like, she, she's been okay with what, like, you know, she's played the Carmelo Soprano, basically, to Vince's stuff, basically. You know what I mean? Like, she, like, she's, no, she's known about it, and she's kind of fucking guilty, whatever, you know, but. And their marriage was, uh, you know, arrangement on paper on for business purposely, which is, like, you know. The McMahon told Grant at the end uh, of the meeting that he wasn't willing, uh, that he wasn't just willing to do, give her a job, but give her a life that he would find uh, um, a place for her or whatever. Um, so she liked this, basically. But the fact that he like took her in and then did all this horrible shit to her. You know what I mean? Like, uh, you know, uh, naming dildos after wrestlers, role-playing as different wrestlers. But Brock Lesnar seems to be the one that's, like, getting, you know... Uh, and and they've been building up Brock, the Brock Lesnar fucking cancellation for a while by, you know, having, uh, you know, Terry Reynolds uh, on, on, you know, in documentary, the Dark Side of the Ring documentary about the sexual harassment that, you know... That Brock Lesnar did there, and she was told not to sell it. He wanted to sell her. He want. Uh, um, sorry. Uh, I think Vince McMahon also shit on her apparently. Which like, that's quite the fucking visual right there. You know that's fucking you know horrible. He was uh, showing her nudes to uh, different people who worked in WWE, and you don't think he showed true? He showed low level. He showed lower level guys, but he wouldn't show his fucking son in law. Who's also, you know, who who also they booked to be a fucking rapist multiple times in storyline. You know. So people fucking shit on the victim because it seems like, oh, it's coming out of nowhere. But this has been planned to come out. I'm sure if as soon as she went through this, I'm sure she probably would have wanted to go to the police, but she knows she's in a cog in a fucking mafia system where it won't come out until it's uh, planned to fucking come out. And the reason why I mentioned that it's organized like this is because then it puts heat 
on the like what they called if I don't explain this, it continues to put heat from um on on the on the actual victims from some of these fucking sick fucks online. You know, I don't know. Here, I, I mean, here's some of the fucking text, I guess, you know. Um, I'm not going to read all of them, but, like, you know, here's some of the, you know. Here's some of the like, stuff that I, I I got out of here. Hold on a second. There's one right here. He says, he says, he says here he loves it. He goes, that's you, Janelle. You just can't get enough, can you? It, it, all, all the U's are, like, capitalized, and it's just you. Like, not, like, not Y-O-U. You know? So the fu- in the future it's going to be it's going to be so bad that you'll demand to be fucked twice a day and not just with and he this is blocked out someone in the three way why not let others see the beautiful voluptuous body and and watch you shake uncontrollably when you come Jesus fucking Christ dude They'll go out of their fucking mind. They just find more friends and will have to... to so you have, he says here, they'll have to tie, tie you up to your helpless... Uh, tie you up so you're helpless. This is, like Den, this is like Dennis Reynolds on fucking like Red Bull, basically. I'll direct them to have their way any way they want. Who can make you uh, scream? He, he, I, I guess he has more typos than I do because he's meant to say scream the loudest, but he sc- said scream the loudest. Maybe I'll just line them up and have them squirt in your mouth. You're pussy all over your tits and your ass all at the same time. What the hell, man? You'll be covered in cum and we'll uh, make you eat it all and taste everybody's cum. Jesus Christ, dude. And you wonder why people in the industry are, like, you know, fucked in the head. You know? But your last picture, you need your panties ripped off and three... And he says, yeah, you, you need... And this is all capital. You need three big black dicks all in all three of your holes. Way up to your pussy, way up your... <laughs> well, you're a dude, man. I see, I see, again, this is, this is what I was trying to say, that, like... Like, the text became the main thing, and all the most explicit thing came out, where they always got to present something in a more comedic fucking lens before we realize how fucking horrible this is. Like, all of this, like, if this is the kind of talk that people want to engage in consensually, I have no fucking issue, whatever, right? It just, some people are getting fucking freaky. But the fact that, like, this guy has so much fucking power... And she has no choice. Like, she's been lured into this guy's fucking, dark, like, you know, like, his dark world now. And she can't fucking really, you know what I mean? Like, 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 you, like the, the helpless lines are not some fucking fantasy. This guy literally has her helpless. You know... And the thickest cock goes down your throat, so it makes you gag and convulse as those big black cocks pound. And 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 and, and him wanting to see black people do this is like, it's, it's the same thing like these these white white supremacist trolls that were trying to go at me, whenever I defend defend like 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 defend black people from racism because like a lot of people in my comments would like you know uh, constantly fucking try to be racist and shit. 
they would like uh, come up with some fucking fantasy about me getting pegged by black guys and shit. And it's like, dude, you you view black people like this. Maybe you're attracted to them or something like that. You know what I mean? You know, you and your gang cavals as those big black cocks pound your way, uh, like a start. Like from the start of your you you're being assaulted, but it just made you come nonstop. Jesus Christ, man! Yeah. I passed my phone around to him, but. And by the way, if this is a consensual relationship and what the call, like, uh, and she was okay, like, you know, and it's not a consensual relationship, it doesn't seem, but, um, like, you know, and, and she was okay, like, she was okay with, uh, him sending, like, the photos, because when, you know, uh, you know, this chick that, like, I talked to, Summer Lynn, whenever she, whenever you talk, she feels, ob- I tell her, you, you don't have to, but she goes, no, 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 you're, you're a nice guy, she'll send me fucking nudes. And she won't, she tells me, like, oh, she doesn't mind if I, she has, she's low attention, you, you can show them to whoever you want. You know what I mean? Like, if somebody, if somebody was doing that and, like, didn't want me to share it, I wouldn't fucking share it. You know what I mean? I, I don't, I don't know. I don't want to be an asshole like that. You know, so I, I, I don't know, man. She's talking. I don't know. Big man also indicated on April second, two thousand twenty-one, Mrs. Grant should have baby Florinitis. Wanted to bring her, um, bring in yet more men, because maybe he wants two other guys to join, uh, jo- uh, join you with them. Holy shit! You've told him you would do anything with him. So if he surprised you with those two others, you would have no alternative than to take it on. Omg, the stories you could tell me then. It makes me want to come to write. Jesus Christ, dude. I'm like forty years old, and I can barely fucking you know get that excitement for like. Like I like I'm barely that fucking horny. Like it it, it has to be like a a weak build, you know. Like the, the, this guy is like a, like seven. Like this guy is like in his fucking seventies, eighties now, and this guy, you know, like you know, getting all wild and shit. You know, just it's weird. McMahon continued to advertise sexual encounter with Mrs. Grant, the WWE superstar, during the formal negotiation of a new um, booking, new booking contract with WWE. Yeah, just disturbing shit, man. Um, in two thousand twenty-one. Uh, McMahon instructed Grant to create personalized sexual content for WWE Superstar that was trying to re-sign the suit and didn't name the personal wrestler. It's Brock Lesnar, obviously. Uh, yeah, that was, like, discovered quickly. I thought they were going to make it more of a mystery for the next bit. The suit said McMahon shared explicit photos with the star and informed Grant that he likes what he sees after that star, um, 
agreed to a new contract. I think she was, and yeah. So then, um, um, gave she gave a personal cell phone number to the WWE star, and the lawsuit said the the wrestler asked her to stand, uh, send a video of herself urinating, and after she did, he called her a bitch, real classy guy. And then he, the thing is, like, like people are like you know, uh, like you know, shocked by this, but this is like business as usual with how people in in these uh, entertainment world. And the political world operate. And now the only reason why we're hearing about it now is because they want to sell tabloid level fucking shit now. You know what I mean? Like, it's horrible, but we're going to be focusing on, like, the fucking text and all that kind of shit. That's why I'm not saying that something really happened to her. But because when I say this is, like, quote-unquote, like, sports... It's like every trauma has to be turned into social media sports entertainment. And I hate referring to, you know, this, what this torturous shit that she had to go through as quote-unquote sports entertainment. But this is how they gimmick it for it to get fucking traction. This is the, like, 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 these people could have stopped Vince McMahon if he's so, like, oh, he's so irrelevant and all that. They could have easily fucking gone after him a long fucking time ago. He clearly has ties. If this goes to a trial or something, and by the way... During the investigation last year, it turns out they didn't even call her. That's part of the lawsuit that's going on right now. They didn't even call her. So the and I, I'm sure like this stuff will now lead to correlation of past stuff that has gone on because they've you know if, if this is what he does with this one this one woman, think about what what kind of what kind of stuff he's done to men and women. Since he, you know, since, since he likes to do it with men as well, in my per- I mean, he talked about, again, when the Goldust character was around, people have hint- said that Vizic Man gave his a counter of his first gay on, uh, first man on man action, whatever. You know, I don't know, um... But so so this is also for other people to speak, which means that other people will eventually fucking speak, essentially. You know what I mean? You know, that's what's what's going to end up happening. Give me one second. Look at other stuff right here. She married with the man in March of the night. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, so this is the one that I was talking about. So not that uh, she said that others at WWE want to have sex with her after seeing photos of the man's phone. 
And McMahon told her she may scream and try to say no, although it would be difficult to say anything. Say the, so see, 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 this is why I want to call, like, you know, uh, like, you know, when I was, when, when, when I was younger, like, you know, you, whenever you, like, you talk about women, you have to, like, like, say the most sexually explicit fucking shit. And to me, because I never really, you know, like, engaged, like, engaged, whatever, I just thought I was talking shit. But, like, but now it's, like, 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 when I see that kind of shit normalized, like, I always wonder if, like, these people who are doing, talking like that, are they doing it consensually, or are they doing it, like, for, you know, for, you know, it, it, it so it, it always fucks with my head. You know what I mean? I mean, I mean like, if it's, if it's consensual, you're just talking shit, whatever, and all that, but, like, this guy actually did all this fucking shit. You know, and I think John Lord, John Lord, nice and her, uh, and Vince and her had fucking a threesome. You know, I don't know, man. Like when you have like dialogue like this, do you, are you really surprised that someone like Vince McMahon would be a fucking a complete serial rapist? I gave the Undertaker off until Survivor's. Oh, God. Ah! You don't realize what I want to do. I mean, uh, you, you see. This is what's going to happen. The terrorists are going to burn down the Undertaker's house. Yeah. His children are going to be kidnapped. His wife. She's going to be raped by a motorcycle gang right in front of the Undertaker. That's the plan I want implemented, damn it. And you're going to do it. And you're going to do it in 15 minutes. And if you don't, you see these hands? You yeah. see these hands? Yeah, I see them. I'm going to wrap them right around your throat. And I'm going to drag you out in front of these people. And I'm going to take my fingers down into your flesh. And Jesus fucking Christ. Life right out of you. And people act like... And you don't think he would do this behind the fucking scenes like the same type of way to like threaten people. It's a sick fucking world we live in, man. I don't know. Like right now, Slim Jim is pulling out of uh, 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 advertising with WWE. You know. But by the way, so since like let's say Vince McMahon was an incel, he didn't get laid, and he did horrible shit. Right then, people people would generalize and say, "Oh, look, everyone who doesn't fucking actively get laid is a horrible person." So now, can I be? Can I generalize and say that anyone that fucking gets laid like Vince McMahon does, that everyone's a fucking rapist? That'd be stupid, right? Like that's such a stupid fucking argument. That's why I say that you know, whenever you make fun of someone who who doesn't, because again, because I I have all the wrong things. Like I look I look like all the wrong things in the world. Like, I don't get laid off down. I live in my parents' basement. I'm a conspiracy theorist. I'm a fat guy. I'm ugly. 
You know what I mean? With a call, I don't have many people to fucking talk to or confide in. I think, you know, the Illuminati's after me. You know, all these horrible fucking, you know, crazy things that no one would believe. Obviously, right? And and, and so 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 like you can point me to be an extremist. That's probably why a lot of these trolls try to push me to be more, to be an extremist. They made me look, they, they made me look the part. Now, the the key the key part was, you know, trying to fucking and, and, and you don't think if anyone who turned Vince McMahon down, you don't think he like let's say uh, he, um the, she she turned him down initially, you don't think he would have used more resources to make her life a living hell without us even knowing, and then that's why that whole um the, the whole Raka Khan uh, um uh, uh, lawsuit, you're like oh my gosh she's suing so many fucking people whatever. Right? With the call, it makes no fucking sense. But, like, it's like, with the call, maybe because it's a mafia industry and all these people are facilitating some type of sex trafficking or some type of fucking kidnapping ring or something like that. How do you fucking know, right? You wouldn't fucking know about that. I, I I was serious. Honestly, I was ready for WWE to announce CM Punk versus Stone Cold Steve Austin uh, at Saudi Arabia or something like that like for an impromptu fucking show. By the way, if, if TKO... I, I don't know how it all fucking works with the business shit officially, right? But if TKO can't get rid of Vince McMahon or whatever the hell it is, and then they... they let's say Endeavor wants to fucking sell, I'm going to bet you any money the, the fucking Endeavor is going to go to Saudi Arabia, and this is how they bring Vince McMahon back to having fucking full power and shit. You know, to be the representative. That wasn't, that wasn't shit talk that WWE was... that Vince McMahon was doing when he said that, um... When he said that, um, uh, that Saudi Arabia is our new home, and 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 by and by the way, that whole fuck that, that that this this now fucking uh, puts in uh, like it, to perspective the fucking the Eminem Mike Tyson and uh, the Mike Tyson Eminem and Vince McMahon picture. You know what I mean? Because Tyson has been accused of that, right? And then, uh, and, and by the way, I thought, like, that was, like, one of his showbiz, like, you know, uh, like, that, like, that was one of his showbiz, um, initiations, and he, like, took the fucking heat for it, and then he basically converted to Islam, and I thought, like, that was his way of fucking being born, like, you know, born again from, like, like, erasing the fucking, like, what he was, uh, involved with earlier, and then he became a good guy for a bit. But since everyone who was a bad guy initially has some kind of scandal, I bet you there'll be something currently that will tie back into their past, which is why now you're seeing the current version of this Vince McMahon shit. And Eminem, I know he's not officially considered, you know, uh, you know, but I mean, if if any other person, two people that have left a fucking um, uh, a fucking breadcrumb trail. That can fucking go a long fucking way. It's, if it's not Vince McMahon, it's Eminem. You know what I mean? You can't... Right now, it's not like, you know, you, you can't fucking prove that. But people have tied him to being, uh, like, you know, um, you know, kind of with an underage fucking woman. The right wing have done that since he's gone at Trump a little bit. 
so yeah, that that was like part of the um that was part of the whole fucking thing, I guess, you know. Seeing how how the, the whole Vince McMahon shit was going to happen. But I mean, there's a bunch of Vince McMahon innocent accounts, but like, you know, and you look at the, and then you look at their fucking t- timeline on Twitter, it's all, you know, it's all, uh, you know, like, all, like, libs or pedophiles type of deal, you know what I mean? Like, it's, like, typical, you know what I mean? Like, they pretend to call it out, but then when it's, like, their guy, they have to pretend. So so now a bunch of right-wing fucking accounts are fucking, you know, uh, going in on, uh, like, in every comment section that I fucking see. You know, people are going to keep defending it. And, and the thing is, like, people on Reddit... Who are like definitely paid, like they've definitely, like, like the moderators or something like that at some point, they've like all like kind of like deleted stuff like that, like talked about Vince McMahon at certain portions. Like, you know what I mean? And, and then it becomes, it, it's like, like they don't want to be inconvenienced, but once it becomes news, they all pretend like, oh, every, uh, like, oh, we're more pure than everyone else. But it's like, you guys are just as guilty as a fucking, like, a downvoting and fucking, you know, dismissing people's fucking stories for fucking years. But this is why entertainment is fucking poisonous, man. You know, I, I again, I, I understand, and and I'm like, you know, I'm, I'm not like, like judging everyone in in the regard like, oh, I'm better because I I'm above this. I'm also part of the fucking problem. I I, I wish I could just wa- walk away from like not watching any of this. But now I'm in like it, it, I'm I'm like I'm too locked in to see how this all fucking plays out. It's like. It shouldn't be like that. It should just be, hey, this guy committed this fucking violent act. He should be fucking arrested. But it's not going to fucking happen. I don't know, man. Trying to delete some of the, but we get to the point where like you know oh look, we have monthly outrage, and then we demand for change, and that's gonna happen by watching the product and you know, like you know like you know then acting like we're gonna fucking do something to change it because we asked one question at a press conference. And I'll be back in a minute. Hold on. Okay, it is 12.24 a.m. I took a break from doing it because I wanted to just catch up with SmackDown with nothing. And it's like, and even during SmackDown, uh, the news came out that uh, Vince McMahon has officially resigned from the, you know, from the company. I, I, I can never, cause, because I view it my own fucking way, my own conspiratorial way, right? I'm not saying my way is 100% right. So if you're offended by the first hour of like my conspiracy, like you know, what I mean? because again, I, I, like I said, I don't like comp- I don't like qualifying, uh, you know what this uh, woman went through, um, the torment she went through, 
and the fucking target harassment she's probably dealing with now. Um, you know, I, I don't like qualifying it under quote unquote sports entertainment, but like it's the best way to kind of um, talk like, like me you know, like how it's presented, right? Like this, like from like it's like everything has to be uh, a show. So like even like scandals that have existed for a long time, some of the dirt that you know Vince McMahon has probably fucking done, it's like they needed a current example of it. And since like this is since like this kind of abuse and uh, manipulation and torment comes natural to them, it's like they chose somebody to fucking do this to. Probably she didn't even fucking realize what kind of world she's in. Until they probably fucking, you know, like, did what she had to go through. And now she is able to be someone who gets the focal the focal point. But it'll be, like, a trajectory of, like, other people coming out. And it's, 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 it's calculated. Like, the world's so sick, it wouldn't surprise me if someone like Vince McMahon, through a shell company or something like that, would be profiting off of his own demise either. You know what I mean? That's why they wait so fucking long before you do this. And it's not just with like Vince McMahon. It's like a common fucking thing. So it's like they sports entertain. Sports, they sports entertain your trauma. To the fucking world. Like everything has to be. Like even even if you apply like. Regular rules. And regular laws that exist. It's like it, it, it. There's always inconsistencies. Of why these people can get away with it. And it seems. You know what I mean. It just seems like a lot of it is through. It's like it's like for show, and then you know it it devolves into uh, you know a court of public opinion. You know what I mean? And then a bunch of people who want to defend Vince McMahon will be like, "Can we just let the laws, uh, you know, dictate? Can we let the courts dictate what's going on?" And 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 if this was like a re- if this were like a you know on the surface a regular, uh, you know, case going on, whatever. Yeah, sure, whatever. You know, like but like these, but it's like some of these people, some of these billionaires are above these judges, they're above the fucking law, and they're so, and, and they're so like, uh, like, above the law that you don't think so, and, and, and that's why I always have this issue with dumbing down, like, these billionaires, like, you want to hate these billionaires, but then you want to fucking buy into, like, every moment that these guys do something dumb and transparent, when, like, that becomes, like, like, like they know that it'll draw money and draw, uh, um, you know, click clickbait farming, that people probably fucking profit off of, um, and it's like levitated. So like, you know what I mean? It's it, that's why I started hating the coverage of Trump because it was very limited. When I I thought it was gonna rep- represent that okay, we're we're waking up now, and Trump is like the symbol of that type of shit. So that so 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 even though we gotta limit it and make it seem like it's oh this only existed when Trump's here, it's gonna be like opening the fucking floodgates to a lot of other stuff that has been going on going on, and it, what the called all it did was help right wing's arguments because with some of the same shit that's going on while Biden is uh in office, then people automatically go okay so what was so bad about Trump because there's more wars now or something like that. It's it's like the fundamentalist design for this Israel Palestine thing, to be you know be be there for the purpose of their fundamentalist beliefs, and then it was supposed to also define, 
a way where people are like, okay, but we're calling out the... And again, you, I'm not saying you shouldn't call out. It's not saying, oh my God, don't vote for Trump. Just vote for Biden to save democracy. It's like people are not going to fucking buy that when you see what's happening. But that's like a bigger fucking, you know, question about, um, you know, the, the the fucking power that these presidents actually fucking have in, in the overall scheme. In the sense, like, they probably have more power than a lot of fucking people, obviously. But it's like, they don't fully get to fucking dictate the fucking policy. You know what I mean? It just, it just Trump is going to be the face of whatever final form of fascism that they fucking want. And the fact that people, you know, are, are like, like, the thing is, I was all on board of, of holding Trump accountable and the far right wing accountable and all that kind of stuff, right? And then the people who are, you know, leftists, you know, in the 2010s, we're like, hey, you know, you you should definitely call out, like, you know, the right wing on what they're doing. Don't let them fucking, you know, get, like, get away with what they're doing. But you should also, like, hold Democrats fucking accountable. And I thought that was a fucking fair thing. I'm like, yeah, you know, we we, we should definitely fucking, you know, do that. But then as, as time went on, it just seemed like a lot of people who were in the alt media, you know, who were, like, you know, like, getting points for, oh, I'm calling out Joe Biden. I'm calling out Obama or whatever. It's like, as time goes on, you're, like, giving more leeway for all the fucking right-wingers and their bad faith fucking acting. Because Marjorie Taylor Greene fucking, you know, called out somebody that's a corrupt Democrat. That automatically means that, you know, Marjorie Taylor Greene's a lot better at getting things done. Um, you know, even though the system is rigged towards their fucking favor. But the, but the biggest insult about that is that, like, these people in the alt-media space... Their whole premise is like, oh, I'm, 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 I'm better than the, this media source. I'm better than this media source, and all it is is just the, the, them, um, you know, um, devolving into, you know, more, more cons- a conservative type of fucking view, fear mongering over fucking crime and shit, fear mongering over and, and and advocating for, uh, forced institutionalized shit. That's that's what Anna Kasparian and Jank Uger are doing now. And here's the thing, what they call, I understand that there's people who say, because she, she said, oh, people on the left are doing, are doing this, and she names Brianna, and to me, I don't really qualify Brianna in, uh, in, 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 as a left anymore, really. She has become more reactionary right-wing, in my personal opinion. While like hat like while while do the typical while do the typical like switch where where like they pretend like you know they're for you know uh. Like, they're for fucking labor and all that, but then they'll start advocating for people who are definitely against labor. You know what I mean? Like, you know, it, it goes beyond, like, what's on the surface, and they just want to talk about what's on the fucking surface. You know what I mean? It doesn't make any fucking sense, right? So so she, 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 she's going at Brianna for, you know, the, um, the for, you know, um, making excuses for uh, criminals... Uh, you know, um, like, you know, with department stores and all that kind of stuff, or homelessness, and how people are fucking violent and all that kind of stuff, and the thing is, is, like, the, like, the, the advocating for stricter shit is gonna harm, like, just regular people, it's, like, it's not gonna affect, like, like, the point, the, the point is, is, like, she's acting like, there, there aren't billionaires, like, and it's actually, there aren't billionaires already that are trying to advocate, like, that they're trying to organize these viral moments 
and sensationalize it so that you can fear monger and use it as like and she and she and she acts like she's a better news person than anyone else because she wears a stupid power blazer that was probably given to her by fucking her white supremacist friends and then and 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 now and now Jenga and are going so far as to uh, wanting harsher, cr harsher crime for um, violent drug addicts, and when you have these laws, it's not going to affect the violent drug addicts that are being paid by billionaires or given incentive by billionaires. You use cogs in the system. It's going to affect. Um, it's going to affect people um, who are like non-violent either. Like you know what I mean? It's going to crack down on them, and they're talking about fucking wanting more jail time for, uh, f for that kind of stuff. If if the actual prison system was designed to rehab people, I would fucking see see that. But if there's a lot of fucking criminals that are ten times more dangerous and are running the planet, but you guys levitate it with fucking comedy, you guys will fucking you know, like 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 the fact that with the cold you have like the strict no policy with all oh, homeless people. And, and fear-mongering over fucking crime, but yet you're like, oh, if Donald Trump wasn't running for president, I would totally support his cop. But the guy's a fucking still a powerful dude who probably has, um, you know, evil e evil cogs at, at his disposal doing, doing dirt and causing people fucking torment and pain and all that kind of shit. But, you, but since you guys want to suck up to those people, that's all fine and dandy, right? I don't know. So far, some of the some of the fucking you know the the, the people who are, who are part of this lawsuit haven't been named. It feels like they're gonna draw it out, so we'll find. You know, what I mean, they're gonna draw out more. The, the you gotta draw out more. You know, uh, suspense and all this kind of shit. You know, I don't know. You know. Uh, it's just, it's just, it's, it's fucking weird, man. Then she goes, oh, uh, you know, she goes, because the thing about recriminalizing stuff in, uh, drugs in, uh, in Oregon, and they purposely made it seem like it's out of control, and they sensationalize it, so, you know, and, and, and again, like, the, the, like, people, there's people who, who, who will, like, say that they're defending, like, you know, like, you know, like, oh, like, um, like, so that, you know, pe innocent people don't get, like, swept up as, like, criminals, whatever, right, just for, for the sake of it. But some of these people who say they're left won't, like, uh, like, and again, I'm not going to say, oh, people on the left, because so many people are not on the left, and they'll, like, pretend like any concern is, like, oh, you're falling for the propaganda, but, like, there is stuff going on, but you can point out that it's fucking funded to happen, for, for, to sensationalize against a good majority of people that will be affected. Like, she's, like, advocating for... Um, forced, forced um, institutionalization. She claims it's just for, oh, for like the really, really violent people and all that kind of stuff, but just their rhetoric. 
They're, they're, this is why I gotta focus on TYT, because they're still fucking selling you on progressive fucking values while they're the ones who are regressing. They'll be good on certain topics about fucking labor and all that kind of shit in other fucking areas, or they, you know, not them practicing, I mean, I'm talking about it, because, you know, Jenk is a fucking union buster, right? That's like the common fucking thing said about him. But they know what they're fucking doing with, um, you know, all that shit. Um, you know. You know, I don't know. It it just seems like that's the direction everything is going in. Um, like, and and right now, we're, we're, aside from the WWE shit, the other, like, well, I mean, Palestine-Israel is still a major thing, you know what I mean? But, like, you know. It's like it's like I'm I'm more concerned about the death toll, and you know um you know um making sure the names of some of the uh, the not some of the victims all the victims are known. Um, you know, um, I wish it would fucking stop. You know, like they can have this international crime. You know, uh, um, the is what is it? I I the ICJ the um. International criminal justice, like they're condemning Israel, um, and uh, saying that they they hope for like they hope for uh, avoiding you know genes avoiding doing genocide, but it's like who who's gonna stop these people? Is it like at this point? So 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 what annoys me about it is that because I know, like this, I I know what what these fundamentalists are thinking like, and how they run this fucking shit and what their goals are for the fucking fundamentalist fucking takeover and shit. Um, it's like, you know, it's like everything else just seems like it's gaslighting. Like, to me, you know what I mean? It's like insult to injury. It's it's like, okay, yeah, you, you're going to show us some, some uh, a Palestinian waving a flag, a white flag, right? And then he gets shot right after. I think he was, like, interviewed or something like that. And then what the call, like, you know what I mean? It's like, oh, like, it's all, I'm angry about that. And then I'm like, I want fucking just, I want justice. But I know I'm not going to get justice. You know what I mean? And then, of course, they're going to distract you with the whole, uh, the, the whole Qatari project that some, uh, the Israeli officials are doing to investigate Qatari, um, f- um fund, I think funding to Hamas, which does exist. Because again, I'm, I'm, I'm not a supporter of fucking Hamas. But at the same time, if you know, I, I'm not doubting that a bunch of other fundamentalists are like you know helping funding Hamas, helping with the funding of Hamas. But you can't forget that Israel also allows it to exist. If Israel was really concerned about Hamas and like since you're using that, they could have easily gotten all the Hamas people and then go, okay, we got we 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 can now negotiate fucking peace. But it's like you want Hamas to fucking exist. So that you can keep justifying it, and it's like I, I it's, it's like it gets tiring to fucking keep pointing out. It's so every day there's just more fucking gaslighting with insult to injury of more fucking bombing, more people like showing us like, oh look, these people were just enjoying the, and trying to enjoy their day or trying to survive, and and seeing you know a bunch of people fucking mourn over loved ones and all that kind of shit. It's like trauma porn constantly. And I think it, it, it's important to fucking, it's important to fucking show and all that kind of shit. 
like, like, it's important to like know, like to, to know that I'm not saying, oh my God, don't 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 shelter me more. It, it, it's it's the fact that I know that there's an overall plan of where this is going. Like there's no intention of this fucking stopping. Yeah, we're gonna keep having discussions like, oh, should we have a two state solution? Should we do this? Should we do that? And it's like you, you guys know nothing's gonna fucking happen. You, you, you're prolonging it and you're doing sensationalist shit like, oh, look, at this Palestinian crib, I found a copy of Mein Kampf. And it's like, and, and it's like, and it's like, yeah, like in the 2010s, like, just like the mere, like, lie of that, like, would like go, oh, yeah, let's call these motherfuckers out. But it's like, they don't care for calling them out now. It's like now they're engagement farming on top of everything else, which is like another fucking sickness that, that just goes on, you know. So, so, so like that, that's important. But like, there's also another. I guess when whenever it's like, I mean, there's a lot of horrible shit going on in the world, right? We only focus on like the Western world because it's it's so it's like dominates everything. But the other fucking thing that was uh, dominating is like you know this reprisal of a fucking civil fucking war going on. Like the old, like, like, I, I, I know the, I know like, I know like the fucking brief cliff notes of like, like how the civil, you know what I mean? Like I know like has to do, like here's the thing, I was assumed it was about slavery or whatever. Then in the 2010s, like a lot of like, you know, the people that are against mainstream media, some of like the ones who are like a libertarian type, well, like who say they're libertarian, right? The thing is what the call, I, I have to preface it like, oh, I don't want to meet all libertarians, but from the time that I've gone to politics, everyone who says they're a libertarian ends up being a piece of shit. So it's like, okay, are all libertarians pieces of shit? But like, there's supposed to be like genuine libertarians that are actually for like the libertarian cause that, you know, that's supposed to be defined by. But, you know, I I haven't been seeing it. The only the only one that kind of seemed like it, where like even people in the, in the alt media don't fucking completely shit on him was was Ron Paul. And then automatically you thought because Ron Paul seemed like he had some like decent ideas or something like that that means Rand Paul was supposed to, but then Rand Paul ended up becoming like ten times like worse, you know. But I sh- I sh- I, sh- I should have known because during a time when people were tired of like like the corruption going on, but the but a lot of the bad faith actors used it to speak out during Obama's term. To make it seem like Obama solely the one that you know, but like I thought it was an overall thing that they're calling it the system, but Obama just seems to be the guy that's the president right now, right? But it was all like you know a fucking lie for the sake of getting their next guy as the fucking president, so they can then ignore, um, you know the f- f- the further corruption going on and shit, and sell people on the notion that the establishment hates Trump. When I don't think they do, because if they really hated him, then you wouldn't cover him. But, I mean, like, you know, they profit off of that shit. You know. Duh, duh, duh. You know, but, you know, so, uh... So I guess when the the last time I talked on the podcast, I was talking about how the Supreme Court ruled, um, you know, the overall votes was like, no, they can't, the Texas can't do the fucking, um, you know, the razor wiring. 
And, you know, my whole thing was like, yeah, it doesn't really fucking matter what the fucking thing is. Like, these people are going to just... Because they, they, they've already fear-mongered. At, e- even supposed Democrats have helped fear-monger about the amount of um, immigrants coming in. And, and the thing is, it's like... I don't doubt that what the call like like I feel like the over like the the right wing system that exists, like the, like they're the ones who are like the biggest thing against Biden solely that would be in in um, in touch with some of these cartels. But it's like they're using cogs, uh, some of the, like you know to like make it seem like there's an invasion coming in. Like they, I feel like it's organized, and it's in order to fucking put them in fucking more fucking danger. Um, because like the, those people already fear mongering about ha- hating on you, so Texas is like using uh, I, I, again. I don't know how far this has gone because like the news is bumming me out, and uh, you know what I mean. But like I got like a quick summary of it from like Thursday, I guess, where like I don't know if, the, if, the, if there's like a like a, a, a war that like just fucking happened or anything like that, but they're gearing up for one. They're, at least the right wing ones are making it seem like the ones that are opposing their side are the ones that are instigating a fucking civil war. But with the call, so again, there's a bunch of different states that are like, uh, th- that are showing support. And like a lot of them are red states, obviously. You know, Florida, Virginia, and all that kind of shit. Uh, like, like 14, 15 states or so, for the last time that I checked, that are showing support to uh, to Texas because they need their National Guard, the Texas National Guard, to go to fucking war with fucking the federal agents, basically. You know what I mean? So it's like they want a fucking civil war. They're all, I mean, I mean, I mean, they've been they've been preparing you for for a while. Just people fucking deny it, right? The right wing are, are the ones that have been more transparent because they've been warning that it's like the Democrats are the ones that are going to instigate it. But it's like they're getting ahead of it, in my personal opinion, because they intend on uh, you know. Making it look like they're, like they're completely fucking innocent. Look like an everyday person and all that type of shit. While they're working with some of the biggest elitists there. That's why they want more and more fucking, you know, troops, you know, at the border and all that type of shit. It's going to get fucking ugly, man, you know. Like, 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 just because right-wing people are fear-mongering about a civil war, like, oh my god, they're coming after us, people automatically on, on, the, on, on, the, on the Democratic side have to go, oh my god, what are the right-wing even thinking? There's not going to be no civil war. It's like, at this point, we know there's going to be one. It's, 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 it's all inevitable. It's all been building to this. Like, me, pre- prefer- prefer- uh, preferentially, I would not, uh, preferably... I should say, I would not want any fucking violence or any fucking war to take fucking place. But I also know that there's sociopathic fucking billionaires that run shit and they profit off of fucking more fucking pain, more fucking trauma. They'll keep it fucking going. So that's where fucking things are happening. You know, in Texas... Already with the abortion fucking ban, apparently, like, there's, like, uh, you know, uh, official stats that show that there's been a lot more rapes since that's been, like, you know, a topic of discussion, you know, so, you know, people who pretended, like, you know, oh, it's not going to affect every, only people, it's not going to affect people, like, you know, greatly and all that, it's like, a lot of you are just for rape, I guess. 
And it's like, it's like, you know, it's like I, I, I struggle, like, wanting to be here because it's like I can't escape any type of corruption in any place. You know what I mean? Like, the entertainment world is like, like, you know, like, you should be an escape. But now, purposely, it has been seeping in. That's why, that's another fucking bright spot for this Donald Trump shit, is that he's been in every part of every entertainment industry, like, or institution, or every, you know, he's been around, like, late night, uh, radio, radio shit, wrestling, boxing, you know, MMA, you know, movies, television, all that kind of stuff, so, like, now, all his news and all his ilk will, you know, seep into that fucking world. For some reason, a lot of people in the alt-media space, like, I'm talking about the TYTs and all that, like, for some reason, a lot of them didn't want to cover, like, out of all of, all of, uh, all of, uh, Donald Trump's associates, the McMahon family was the one that was, uh, the McMahon family was the one that was, um, you know, not focused on. You know. By the way, what to call you, if anyone thinks that this is the end of Vince McMahon, you're mistaken. And not not to say that I I I not to say that I I, I wish it would happen, but it feels like I'm noticing a pattern of people who have, are being exposed that like they're being exposed for the purpose of showing you that with them being so exposed, it's gonna give them a reason to go. Okay, my back has been pushed against the wall. So now I'm going to show you what I can really fucking do. I, I, I still believe some, somehow what the call Vince McMahon will fucking, you know, end up coming back to add more insult to injury. And there's going to be people that are going to fucking bow down to him. You know what I mean? I don't know. It's fucking disturbing at all, you know, just it's, an, it's another disturbing fucking, you know, thing that just happens. So I'm trying to wonder, I'm trying to wonder when, you know, uh, start, so I'm trying to wonder when, uh, like, it, like, I don't know, like, again, I, again, I don't know the official rules, but I wouldn't surprise, thing is, like, if the international, like, like if this, uh, Law and Crime Network thing like again, like it feels like like this was funded by billionaires because they need a gimmick. They they need a gimmick fucking channel that's gonna like end up like showing a bunch of stuff in court. It wouldn't shock me if like WWE does go on fucking trial because it's gonna be, it's gonna be a show trial, or whatever. The, the it's gonna be predetermined. But if you think like Trump walking out of, like he, I think he has to pay a certain amount of money to the. E. John Carroll, is it E. Jean Carroll or E. John Carroll? Uh, anyways, she, she, they paid money to her, and Trump apparently walked out, um, you know, during the closing statements, right? So to me, it's like, if Vince McMahon and WWE go to trial, it'll be like the same type of energy from Vince McMahon. That's why I, I, I wouldn't be surprised if Vince McMahon just launches a fucking, a truth social account. And then starts fucking uh, doing similar shit that what Trump did. About, like, you know, him being dragged and all that kind of shit. You know, I don't know.
but that's what's fucking going on right now with, um, that's what's going on with the Texas stuff, you know, that's why uh, a lot of shit has uh, been promoting the Civil War, like, again, that's why it comes up in the discourse with the Nikki Haley thing, you know what I mean, so then people can, so people can misrepresent it and educate, and then the people who are gonna counter what Nikki Haley's saying will educate it on you, educate it, and now it's like, you know, people who are pretending they're protecting the country, but it's like to go and torture immigrants. Like, it's like one of the most fucking, like, one of the most evil sociopathic shit you can fucking do. And yet, you know, people have normalized that kind of rhetoric. Even people who claim to be left. You know? The thing is, like, the, so, so, I feel like some of these people, some of these supposed liberals or some of these supposed left... They'll start doing right-wing shit so then a bunch of people can, who are bad faith actors can go, oh, this is what the left does. Even though, like, there's actual left people that, you know, don't have to fall in for the reactionary bullshit that supposed left people do. Because, like, I, because I, because I hate the fact that I have to fucking constantly make it seem like this is actually, like, people on the left that are doing it when it's actual fucking, you know, people who don't really don't really align with the left anymore, really. They use up all that energy before they got the right-wing fucking money. That's what, that's what, when, when Anna Kasparian said that, oh, it's lazy to call her a grifter. But then after, after it shoot, it, it feels like she, she knows what she's doing, and it feels like she wants to get dunked on by people. Because she even knows that she has to fucking sell out, but she's probably, and maybe at her core, hoping that, like, the people that they've trained to be progressive will fucking start calling them out a little bit, whatever. Because it feels way too fucking obvious, but... Because she's like, oh, you can call me a grifter, but just engage in the subject matter. But it's like, whenever anyone points out why, like, you know, why you're wrong officially and point out different fucking citations, whatever, you don't want to listen to it. You call everyone else fucking insane. That's why, that's why I don't understand. You know, I, I just, I, I don't know. Like, you think anything's gonna happen to, like, you know, Matt Gates? Because, again, they're bringing up, bringing up his sex trafficking, uh, that he, you know, they're bringing up his sex trafficking thing, you know, his scandal. But it's like, do any of these guys ever... It's, it's like, you know, his feud with McCarthy or and all that kind of shit, or I, I don't know. It just it, I just know that with the cold, they bring this stuff up, and then it just becomes tabloid shit. They let us know what horrible shit they do. Nothing ends up fucking happening. Everyone ends up giving the person a softball fucking interview. They'll end up giving him credit, giving him credit for calling out one piece of corruption. It's always like the same fucking formula and all that, you know. There's like more um, normalization of child labor laws, 
By the way, even even TYT was like they weren't advocating for. It. They're like, oh, listen, man, if people want to work at that young of age, that's fine with them. But it's just the fact that like they're gonna be, um, you know, be on call for like you know on on school nights and all that kind of stuff. It's like you know like uh, it's it's like it's like people will like help like kind of kind of like like promote it in a way, but then like they kind of. Start showing more leeway for the right wing law that's being passed. I I, n- I never understand that. I don't know. They're acting like there's supposed to be some nuance in it, and it's all designed just to get their way of whatever the fuck they are trying to promote. You know. By the way, Libs of TikTok is on some Department of Education. I don't know where, but like she, I, see again, the the people are like, oh, all she does is just do this. No, she she was designing a fucking grift. Some of the ones that are sensationalized are probably right wingers that are fucking designed to make it all make trans people look, um, you know, like you know, just to fear using to fear monger over you know um the major like, you know the majority of the community. And now she's getting promoted for it, and it's and her mindset is dangerous. So would you really trust? Her? It's just showing you how more how, the fact that they're able to get power like this. That how how far how far right wing some of these places are gonna be fucking going. You know, between between the more between the conversation of like, oh, should black pilots be allowed to? Fly? It's like. It's like there's other stuff that's wrong with the fucking plane, but it's now become like, oh, black people's ability. That's why they're using this whole diversity, equity, inclusion bomb bullshit to uh, justify their fucking racist behavior. Whenever a corporation says they want to solve racism and get to the bottom of it, it's normally indication that it's trying... Because whenever, like, a corporation does it, that's when the right wing becomes anti-corporation. So what's it called? So it's, like, designed for the right wing to go, oh, you see, they went woke, and now they're gone broke, kind of, in a way. And then, again, I've been pointing this out for a while. Like, you know, they'll sensationalize some of these seminars for diversity, equity, inclusion by going, oh, look, the, you know, the black employees can, like, you know, give the white employees a titty twister, and smack them in the head with a, you know, with a, with, with a, like a, with like a fucking mallet, and what they call and 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 call and call them cracker like fifty times, and then it, it makes like some of these people who say they're progressive going, hey, listen, man, I'm, I like they'll go, oh, I I support like I support calling out for uh, calling out racial injustice, but this has just gone too far, basically. That's why they let the Black Lives Matter protests go the way that they've gone. It was to basically make people switch. That it, it may seem like like nothing really happened in them, even though like a lot of people got arrested and there was a lot of police brutality still going on during that time. But they make it seem like uh, you know there was no like it, like it was allowed to happen because everyone was afraid, and and now so so now people feel like you know uh, like it went too far, so it made them go more fucking you know right wing. No, this is how I fucking look at it, at least.
By the way, here's another, here's another thing with the cold that, that shows you, like, the mindset, even though they, they, they don't mind us being out. But Nancy May said during the January 6th shit that she was hoping to get, like, a black eye or get pepper sprayed by the police because she can use it to uh, her advantage for, like, optics and all that kind of stuff. And I don't doubt that that kind of, like, for, like, a lot of political actors that are put in all these protests... I'm not saying all of them, obviously, but it, it, with the calling, there is like an angle to to some extent for social media clout, for people to you know make it seem like you know like you know they, uh, like you know like like it, like like they're like like it, I don't want to make it seem like uh, everyone who gets fucking gets that happens to them, and then you know, they're going oh they're all actors whatever. No, it genuinely happens to people. But you can also believe in the midst of all that there's fucking, you know, sports entertainers who are like, you know, crisis, crisis actors that are trying to get on it for social clout because it'll get them social fucking, you know, uh, you know, uh, backing basically. But just the fact that they're putting that, just the fact that, you know, they're putting it out there it just shows you. Like, even that, like, that Rebel News thing that happened recently with the report, it's like, dude, like, that was such a fucking scripted fucking thing. It's like maybe watching all the scripted bullshit in WWE has helped me see the scripted bullshit that's like, you know, in, in, our, in our real world now, you know. It is what it is, man. I don't know. I, I try to avoid the Jordan Peterson, um, I try to avoid the Jordan Peterson stuff because I just hate that people on the left keep him, I mean, it's important to, like, uh, you know, talk about, like, what his grift is, but I feel like people focus on, like, every fucking little sit-down interview that this guy does, and it just puts him more into the fucking discourse. It it annoys me the most because it annoys me the most because I remember when I went to a fucking you know gathering a couple of years ago, and someone who was like friends with people I know, like he just had a debate with Jordan Peterson, and then when I gave my opinion on on him uh, about like God, I think that guy is like a white supremacist. He's gonna like join the fascist fucking side. I got a dirty look from this guy, and he was like trying to explain why you need to hear from populist. And it's like, this guy is not a fucking populist. The guy is a fucking, he's a funded right-wing fucking shithead that is, like, normalizing more fascist ideas. And and now you made him a fucking sports entertainer where now we have to edu- entertain everything. And this guy's like, oh, I lost my license, even though he just take a course to fix it, whatever. And and again, what the call, like, you know, he, like, even if he loses his license, he's still getting promoted. He's still allowed... To, like, you know, function and make money off of, like, getting interviewed and whatever other grift he fucking has beneath the surface. Like, I don't feel sorry for any of these shitheads that fucking, you know, pretend they get canceled and shit. Because, like, they're not getting fucking canceled. You know who got canceled? You know, Martin Luther King got canceled. Malcolm X got fucking canceled. Gary Webb got canceled. JFK got canceled. I was gonna say Epstein got canceled, but that one's like pre- that one's to be continued. 
if 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 it feels like the 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 the, the series finale, one of the season finales of of of, of a season of Epstein, it is going to be the reveal of him being in Israel or something like that. You know. Not to say that oh, because again, there's a lot of fucking you know uh, a lot of the fucking you know anti-Semitic post-left types that are talking about like. Israel uh, is is a, is a is a harboring ground for some of these pedophiles, but it's like rich rich and protected people go all over the fucking place. Did Andrew Tate go to fucking Israel? He went to fucking what, Romania, didn't he? I I can't keep up with what you know. Like Roman Pol- did Roman Polanski go to Israel? No, he went somewhere else. You know what I mean? Like yeah, Israel might be one of the places that people might fucking go to. That doesn't mean that, like, it's just solely a fucking Israel thing. Whenever you say that, like, uh, they think it's anti-Semitic to say that um, Epstein is a fucking Mossad agent. But the thing is, is, like, there's different fucking agents that work for different fucking countries. But they're still fucking agents. You know what I mean? So, like, it, it's possible that, yeah, he might be a Mossad agent. But it doesn't mean that Mossad is the only fucking agent that fucking has, like, you know, these kind of people working, like, working at their behest, you know. The thing is, if we just, if we, if we just, like, explained, I, I know it's going to be horrible, it's going to be hard for people, especially when you've built up such a bullshit, but if we explain to people that, you know, how, how this entire game is run, maybe we'd have more understanding to want to, you know, move forward and fucking evolve, but I don't think we, I, I don't think we, I don't think people want to evolve but it's 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 fine, whatever, you know. For some reason, I have to fucking be alive for all this shit. You know, I don't know. I don't know, man. The UAW... Um, the you know, that main guy that uh, what's his name Sean Fain uh, who's been getting promotion. The thing is, is like I, I support the cause, but whenever like bad faith actors are the ones propping some of these people up, I always wonder if they're going to end up being cause, because again, if if the alt media has had a bad track record with advocating for different people to get in office or get, become you know the head spokesperson for a cause. They always end up being problematic. So like now it's like even if I agree with like the general strike and all that kind of shit. Like the guy said that, you know, he's gonna, you know, vote for the thing is even if like Biden has been good with like, you know, showing support for the union workers in in this case, whatever, like I mean, I don't know how much support he's really done what he's actually fucking done in the sense that it's like but it's been satisfactory where people who are even critical of him have praised um you know his efforts a little bit in this support you know but the thing is like it's in an era right now where the Palestine Israel shit is what's going to be defining his presidency cuz this is a pretty fucking big deal you know this is like you know really, I I I recognize the big deal but I think also people are falling into the reactionary and and again, it's it's intended. Like if you're just a regular fucking person, and you're seeing constant dehumanization of Muslims and brown people in general, Palestinians in general, whatever, 
It's like, you know, and then and, and then you see fucking bad faith actors like Michael Rappaport or Amy Schumer or Sarah Silverman fear-mongering over anti-Semitism. You're like, well, fuck you. You, you didn't pay attention to me. But, the, but there is going to be, like, there is also growing, there are bad faith actors that are using this for anti-Semitism purposes. And knowing and knowing full well that you know what's going on, right? That you know regular people are going to be so disenfranchised by what's fucking happening, the genocide that continues to happen. They're you know what they call people are being labeled Hamas supporters because they're protesting, while they have bad faith actors fucking roaming around and shit, you know. But I do, but 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 I do think that you know, at some people's fucking core, like you know, like uh, you know, like um, like it, because Biden can't say ceasefire because, like I've been saying, you know, just prove that he's not as powerful. You know, what I mean, just show that his uh, like his word officially is fucking dog shit because he's not he's not gonna dictate the fucking policy, even though there's people in his administration that are doing it right. But like, if he's allowed, if 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 the, if like if his interruption of his speeches are being allowed with pro Palestinian sentiment, it's kind of like you know like they want that to they want that to exist, even if like they gotta play the fucking villain, and end up being the fucking villain, whatever and all that. But like, you wouldn't really have that at, at a Trump fucking thing, whatever. They want the, you know Trump would fucking shut that down because he would represent the fascism element of it. Apparently, Peter Navarro um, is supposed to be sentenced for not cooperating. I mean, the thing is, like, even if they do, I feel like the more it seems like they're back against the wall, they're going to, like, they, like you know, I, I, I just keep looking at the overall thing of what they're intending to accomplish from all this bullshit. And I'm, you know, I'm just, just looking at it in that regard. That, like, you know, like, even if you think they're going to be... Like, I hope there's consequences, but... Like, I also realize what kind of world we live in. You know, I, I don't know. I'm just so fucking sick of, uh, you know, all this shit. So just, I wish these people would just go away forever. But they're here to stay once you become a social media character and all that. You know. Like, what the call, like, you know, the, um, Lone Bobert was, like, you know, doing one of her... Like, you know, I guess, like, they're doing their debates for whatever whatever position she's running for. I know that she's gone to a new district where she's changing her district, whatever. But in this one with her opponents, she was, like, they're going over, like, how they've broken the law and they're minimizing what they've done. But it's, like, you know, like, they're trying to cop to it to make it seem like, oh, look, we're honest about what we do, whatever. And we should be forgiven, even though, like, you know, if, like, anyone on the left who are opposing them did a fraction of what they fucking have done, they would fucking be 
halt, you know what I mean? And I, the thing is, pointing out the hypocrisy is, like, becoming old, too, because it's, like, at a point where, like, po- like, I mean, you, you should point out, like, le- legitimately why it's hypocritical and all that, but it's, like, it's, like, these people don't care how hypocritical they sound. You know what I mean? They know that it'll, it'll just get, it'll still just be engagement. People can yell whatever while their base will pretend like, like they're the ones that are speaking the fucking truth. I don't know. It just it it just depresses the fuck out of me, man. That, that what direction the world's going in, and I have to come in here and vent. I I I never know how good the podcast will fucking be. There's some people that do genuinely want to hear my thoughts on shit, but then, you know, there's some people that just hate listen. It's it's hard to come up with fucking, like, you know, jokes to levitate it because the, the entire political spectrum is, like, its own fucking joke, I guess. You know, everything's, like, levitated with fucking comedy, and no one takes it fucking seriously. How, how how would you expect people to take Vince McMahon seriously when, like, he's, you know, one of the main examples of someone being presented as a cartoon racist, a cartoon fucking villain? People are like, oh, no, he can't, he can't be that kind of a fucking genius. He doesn't even know what he's doing week to week. Like, even, even, even these texts seem so over the fucking top where, like, you can't help but, like, make a fucking joke about it because, like... It's such a, a parody fucking dialogue, but then like it's like it's like, it's it's like really really fucking horrible. But but this is how our society is. We levitate everything with fucking comedy, I guess. And and this, I don't have an issue with comedy, but I I just think that you know, every like when everything relies on fucking being comedic, it's like dude, like you know, it, it makes the you know it's like, how can you stand out as someone that wants to be a comedian? When, like, you know, the news itself is, like, you know, presented as something that's funnier than everything else. People think that Triple H is one of the... I mean, I I hate this. I, I really do hate the narrative of people like, oh, you think you know that Triple H was there? Dude, these guys are not... Reg- I understand in regular... In, in, in a regular... In a regular... In, with regular people... You might not know who people um are associated with and all that. I can I can understand that, but when it comes to like you know some of the storylines, he's seen the type of idea. He's been around when it was like at its most hardcore. He still like fucking shows support to people. He he was a cold fucking almost cover. Thinking that Ryan Nemeth is being brought up because he was the one that called out Triple H, but like lately Ryan Nemeth has defended Ric Flair so. You know. I don't know. So people think that Triple H might be one of the execs. It, again, it doesn't surprise me. And, and, and if Stephanie and Triple H are behind this kind of leak, whatever, it wouldn't be because all oh, they actually care about the injustice. The fact that there's people on the roster apparently that go, oh, they want Stephanie back. Stephanie has been just as much involved with this kind of bullshit. And yeah, sure, I'll use fucking storylines and all that, but the storylines show you where this man's mind has fucking been. I used to fucking just be naive and think, okay, well, this guy is coming up with crazy ideas. 
But what kind of fucking person strips his daughter to do the fucking same shit, you know? People, you know, having fucking guys make out with your wife, doing storylines where you're drugging your wife and flaunting your fucking affairs. But that Vince McMahon stuff is like, you know, example. That Vince McMahon stuff is an example of... um, is an example of what kind of fucking manipulator people do. Like, I haven't, like, I, I, I haven't been, like, you know, sexually assaulted or, like, you know, physically, like, you know, like, like, like the way that, you know, some of these victims have been. But, like, there is, like, a sense of fucking control that fucking powerful people have where they keep you fucking, you know, um, like, with, with like, like, I wanted to leave multiple times and escape the Howard Stern show. But then he got people in my own fucking life to fucking show disappointment with me because I wasn't um go, going further quicker than, than as, as quickly as they wanted. And he permitted them to fucking, you know, like, bring me out to torment me, you know, in social situations and all that kind of shit, humiliate me. People that tell me now to go to a therapist and all that kind of shit, and like they're partly the reason why I'm in this fucking and 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 and, and they they can't admit anything that they ever done wrong. I'm stuck with these kind of people, and it doesn't, it doesn't count with mental abuse because people think that I signed up, and I was the one that called, and that's why they had to keep saying that I'm the one that's willingly calling in when I wanted to escape multiple fucking times, and they got these trolls to fucking really fucking push me over the edge and put me through fucking suicide, acting like they have ownership over me. That's the kind of fucking shit that people deal with. And if I, if I, if I, if I was in deeper, it would have been ten times fucking worse, and I would have been feeling some of the shit that, they, that these people felt. I never wanted to fucking rise up in the ranks knowing that I had, I would have to be physically abused or, 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 or compromise my sexuality like other people have done. Or if I would have to be someone that ends up becoming an abuser because that's another way you fucking climb up the ranks. And, and and before people think, oh, why? Because, you, oh, you, you, what the call, you think there'd be consequences? No, actually, the thing is, I couldn't live with the fact that if I had to do something fucking horrible, and then there's protection for me, and then all they do is smear the fucking woman that would fucking, you know. And and they and they have and and they have sent fucking agents, like like not realizing it, whatever, but like sending fucking agents to like not disclose. Like, you know, me getting close to, like, you know, some woman. And then what the call, like, you know, her, like, like you know, what the call, like, I and what the call, like, I was, I was interested in her a little bit, whatever, but she started acting a little bit shady, whatever. And the other thing is, like, she would call me on, on Facebook uh, when she was drunk, but I would never fucking answer um, the voicemails because I was like, I'm not going to be doing, like, you know, phone sex or, or, or flirtation shit. Well, so, even though I'm not physically fucking there, I wouldn't want to do it while she's inebriated. And she would be like, oh, no, that turns me on even more, whatever. And, and the thing is, like, I, I always question any female that fucking, like, tries to pretend that I'm fucking, like, irresistible because I'm not. So, like, I always wonder what their angle is. 
And then when I found out that this person's a Trump supporter and shit, she started confronting me on fucking social media and shit. And started calling me fucking names and all that. And with the call, then I was like, I, I tried to fucking address it as like, you know, peacefully as I can, whatever. And like, and, and, then, and then after all, like all the, all the fucking, you know, like, you know, um, like the flirtation shit that we're doing in private, she was like, oh, I, you know, I, I, I did that for you, whatever, and all that. I'm like, wait, 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 I asked you multiple fucking times. I made sure, like, are you okay with this and all that kind of shit. Because that, that was when the whole Me Too thing was happening. I was like, if I'm, if I'm going to engage with a woman, I might as well fucking, you know, uh, be um, as, as, like, attentive and, and be as careful as fucking possible. You know what I mean? Because I, I, I've dealt, I, I've dealt, because there's other, there's other, another woman that would, uh, like, you know, like, send me sexy photos, whatever. Not, not Summer Lynn, the, the only fan. Because she, she's, like, been open about that, like, that's in public space, whatever. You know what I mean? But, like, when, when this woman was sending me, I was like, yeah, I, I, this is during the whole Me Too movement thing, whatever. I was like, uh, you know, uh, I, you know, with the call, I feel fucking uncomfortable. I go, do you, do you really want to send this and all this? And she's like, oh, no, no, you've been like, she goes like, you know, good guys like you are like, you know, uh, um, you know, like, like it's making you guys worry. It's, it's, it's she's like, I think she kind of real conservative because she was like, all oh, this Me Too stuff is getting out of control where, where, like, where she was right that I, that I was being careful, but like, it was like she was kind of denouncing like any type of like the Me Too movement shit, right? So like I I didn't I, I didn't know what to try. This is a different person, but then I I remember like you know that 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 the other girl that I was talking to whatever, um you know she just kept fucking you know go, go, going fucking nuts about how like you know that like why she lied about being a Trump supporter. And I, I go, I don't feel like, I go, I feel like that, because she, she saw how anti-Trump supporter I was. So the fact that she fucking knew that and fucking still hit it, like, if she was up, if she was up front about it, like, if she was up front about, like, you know, uh, that, like, oh, she, she didn't really support him, but she, like, you know, just, she, she didn't want to support Hillary or whatever and all that, whatever. At that time, I would have understood in the sense that, yeah, what to call Hillary's not the best choice. Blah blah blah, whatever. But the fact that she hit it for like you know, uh, you know, and made me think that you know she was kind of opposed to that. Then like she got fucking kind of pissed about that, and then she fucking started sending me messages uh, of her like cutting her arm, whatever. And then that's what I had to fucking like, like you know, report her fucking account for self care and all that. And I even showed my you know my therapist, not not my, not this current therapist. My therapist at the time, the fucking screenshots and all that, like the fucking stuff, whatever that, you know, because I had to fucking consult, like, go, I, I didn't want to fucking, you know, cause anything. Like, I felt, you know what I mean, with the call, and they're like, oh, no, no, you did the best you could, whatever. I showed it to multiple people to fucking, you know. So, like, I mean, like, there are people who are fucking, you know, uh, who are sent by, like, like, even if, like, uh, there's a... Because there's people who are misogynist, right? Who will go, oh, look, this bad example right here of some of a woman of, of uh, a woman trying to take down a man. That does fucking exist. But, like, I feel like... Like, even... like But I, I don't blame the woman solely because I feel like... Like, the, the system backs people who are cogs who will either, like... Um, like, they'll back someone to abuse somebody... And they'll back somebody to fucking be a thirst trap to trap somebody. 
Like, that shit could both fucking exist at the same time. This, this is, with, with Vince McMahon, this is, like, not that. Cause this has been, like, a long, recurring fucking history. And you can see the fucking, the edgelord stuff that this guy has done, you know, in, um, in his programming and shit. I don't know. Um, give me one second. I'll come back in one second. All right, I'm back. It's almost 2 a.m. I, I just, uh, I'm so depressed over a lot of the shit going on right now, you know? There's a lot of people also, like, you know... Like, you know, who kind of, like, you know, monitor what I fucking say. And, you know, I, and I've noticed, like, you know, like, a lot of people who have ruined other people's lives over the last, like, couple of years that I've, you know, seen some of these shows online do. And, you know, what's it called? Whenever I, you know, write something in private, you know, I can tell when, like, they've been sent, you know, because my trolls are always monitoring, so they sell whatever I write to different people who they're probably, like, affiliate, because, like, you know, they're the, you know, cogs in the... They're the mercenaries for people. But, you, but you'll notice, that, right? like, a lot of people, man, are, are, like, comfortable, you know, making threats. And it feels like people who are, you know, protected by, you know, the right-wing interests. They, like, you don't want, like, this thing to happen, but... I'm noticing more and more of people feeling protected enough where they can kind of make those threats. You know what I mean? And if and again, we live in a world where, like, if you make a slight fucking threat, but they're called, uh, you know, people will fucking, you know, hold you accountable, depending, you know. But if people feel like, you know, they're allowed to, like, you know, make violent threats and all that kind of shit, I see that shit, you know. Like, I wasn't much interested in much of the wrestling shit, so I'll just name some of the stuff that I was going to talk about before the Vince McMahon stuff, like, became front and center. Like, oh, Triple H said Cody's not going to finish his story at WrestleMania in the title match or the main event, whatever. And you don't know if it's going to be one of those things where, oh, we're going to make it seem like Cody's not planning for the main event, but he ends up being in the main event. And, you know, or or maybe, again, whatever, whatever, wherever Cody ends up is by fucking design. You're supposed to assume that his story finishes with him beating Roman Reigns, but it wasn't like his ultimate fucking dream match to have Cody Rhodes versus Roman Reigns. It was a good fucking, you know, feud, but I, I don't know if it was ever the fucking plan. Unless he wins it this fucking year, who knows, though. Who knows? I still figure Sami Zayn will fucking... I still think, you know, in, in Sami Zayn's like the real fucking, you know, real legit baby phase that people get behind. So I could see somehow some situation happening where, you know, he ends up in a title, in a world title match. Who fucking knows, though? When um, people on social media start planting this stuff, it's supposed to become a fucking storyline. But apparently, there's like a fan, like a a, a a a group chat 
of like Rhea Ripley's stands, and I think Rhea Ripley is a part of like the the stand group. And one of them, I think, again, it always seems like whenever like one of them is not getting their way with that, like you know, like you know, getting the rewards they want. Like, like if someone comes out and starts like complaining about like, oh, Rhea Ripley not giving um, much of her time to like, you know, uh, paying attention to me, whatever. People are gonna be like, oh, well, you're a fan. Where do you expect to get that? But the reason why this uh, is not just someone's being crazy. It's most likely that some of these people are in a group chat or a Discord with the per- like. You know what I mean? Because like because nowadays you have your own little cultic fan base in these things. So somebody from this fandom um, uh, randomly spread a rumor that, like, at one of these, like, you know, uh, Halloween events or something like that, that Dominic and Rhea were making out. Now, right now, it's just a fucking rumor, whatever, you know what I mean? She's married, you know what I mean? So she claimed, and she, rep- she I don't know if she replied to it on Twitter or replied to it in, in this group chat, whatever it, it was. I saw a screen grab of it. So she was, like, just calling it out, but it feels like the way that it was planted, like, it feels like it's supposed to end up being a story down the Because they, they normally start planting these things as, like, internet rumors, so it seems like, you know what I mean, because it's not, not an official... Like, you're not going to see Sean Ross sat fucking report it. Oh, uh, Rhea Ripley may have cheated on Buddy Matthews or something like that, but since everyone in the wrestling world fucking, you know, it's an open marriage and or open relationship... I'm sure, like, you know, it, it, it mean that it, it'll be real life, but it'll be the next level of kayfabe real life where, like, oh, look, Rhea and Dominic are actually fucking a couple, basically. But as of right now, it's not fucking true, so, you know what I mean? But it feels like those things are are planned online. It, 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 especially, like, the way that it was planted on Reddit. It was kind of like, oh, it, it, felt, it felt, the vibe felt like, Oh, get ready for this to be a storyline in the coming days, but we're gonna ignore it for the time being because it's not an official part of the news. Even though, like, because it, because again, if you're judging off the surface, you're like, dude, just leave these people alone. It's like their private fucking life. But whenever this becomes part of the fucking discourse, it's like it was designed to become part of that discourse. If that makes fucking sense, you know. I saw I saw the dark side of the ring. Uh, you know, um, I don't know what, what what's the story that are going to be covered in this in this one right now. It didn't seem like anything super unless there's like something tragic that I don't fucking know. I, I, it didn't look like anything was like too tragic from, which is a good thing. People are like complaining. Oh my god, there's no tragedy in this one. There's no. Tra- it doesn't seem like it's going to be like a tragic. I, I thought people wanted a better life for people. Sorry, it's not tragic. You know, it, I. I I think I'm at the point where, you know, you don't have to fucking, you know, do any more of these episodes, but, you know. Dark side. Let me see, dark side. Of the ring. Season, season five. Talk, so let me see, here's some of the topics that are going to be talked about. Chris Adams. Did he have a, a tragic ending? 
something. Okay, what the call Terry Gordy might be. Okay, Terry Gordy might. There might be some stuff right there because you know. He's another one that had probably issues, you know, like probably like you know. Sensational Sherry, that one's gonna be that's gonna that one will be pretty good, you know. Black Saturday, that one would be interesting. You know what I mean? I, I, I always whenever it comes to territory, I can't keep up with what territory was what at times because I wasn't alive during that time, so I had to rely on the history of what each company represented. You know, uh, Chris Colt. I don't know who the hell that is. Who's Chris Colt? Hold on, let me see. Chris. Oh. Yeah, this will be interesting. I, I don't know much about this guy. I don't know. He looks familiar. I've probably seen him in like publications before and all that. Earthquake. I I, I don't know if, what 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 kind of like you know Harley Race. I don't know. Buff Buff Bagwell. See see they they always need somebody who like for example where like they'll have enough stuff from their from their past where like it's interesting, and then they need that person to become like a current day character. Hence him pretending to be, you know, pro-trans and all that kind of stuff. And it turned out to be that he wasn't even making those posts or all that kind of stuff. And Brutus Beefcake, you know, I don't know. Doesn't seem like the most enthralling lineup, but like, you know, I'm curious about, you know. There's some people I'm curious about what the angle is going to be. I think there's also the Sandman too, I mentioned that, I don't know. You know, I don't know what else, you know. It just feels like ways to bring people back into the discourse. And then I'm sure something problematic will fucking be revealed that will, you know, start canceling them. There's always more about that. Black Metal. That song by Reverend Beatman, Black Metal, is in my head. I don't know. Oh, yeah, but Kevin Patrick's left the WWE. I I mean, I, I mean the, the guy seemed like a nice guy. I don't think I'm going to really miss I don't think he was really that great, but, you know, whatever. In 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 the in the midst of all this fucking shit happening with Vince McMahon's like they you know, one of like the residual effects of like the Netflix deal like because like it it seemed like there was like smooth sailing of good news coming for WWE but one of the other ones that like was getting people a little bit excited before the Vince news dropped was that WWE's thinking about doing more of a sports based fucking product you know. But it's like, you know, at this point, it's like it, it doesn't even really fucking matter anymore. It doesn't fucking matter what's so fucking ever. I mean, to some people, it will, you know. The thing is, like, I'm I'm also talking about, like, you know, oh, my God, this is so horrible and all that, but I'm going to be fucking right back in the middle. The thing is, like, I, I feel, I feel, in, I, I feel, like, inclined to, like, like, keep up with this because it's like I've been waiting for Vince McMahon, like, you know, I, I've been, like, you know, rooting for his demise, because I know what kind of horrible person he is, 
even though over the years I've had to like to like at, at least like you know blend in like acknowledge it but then say like it's like it's like you know a gray area of like being good and evil because you'll do like you'll fund some good shit you'll do some good shit but like there's always going to be like evil that you build up and then when you're supposed to be at your most villainous then they let you know completely and they, and they use a current story so then you can correlate it with the fucking past because there's been documented history of stuff like that you know I don't know we'll see what ends up fucking happening though I don't know it just it just seems fucking weird John Stewart is uh, returning to uh, Daily Show. I think he's gonna be like, give me a rotation of guests. I think he's gonna do like one day a week. The thing is, like, I I don't know if this is designed for him to like, like you know, start speaking some truth and click click even even though like I I agree with some of the things he says, it feels like he still goes into the naive route of like. Of, like, you know, kind of, like, you know, placating the fucking right wing to some extent. Even though, like, it's not, it's obvious. So, I'm not saying, oh, because I disagree with certain... It's, like, it depends what you disagree with that makes you fucking think that. You know what I mean? Even though, like, there's stuff that I do definitely agree with him on, whatever. But, like, there's a lot of, like, like, like uh, for example, when TYT was talking about the story. Like, they seem, like, kind of, like, you know, like... Oh, do we really need Jon Stewart to, like really be this political show because at one time the thing is yeah because now the internet has kind of replaced it so it's like it's not going to like you know it, it, it might just exist for the sake of everything needs to be rebooted but there's probably people in the alt media that are fucking nervous that an actual comedian is coming back you know to do the political fucking news because a lot of these people in the you know in, in that space they think they're the fucking funniest fucking people on the planet, and I, you know, a lot of them are not. Just my personal opinion. I haven't been keeping up. The, I haven't been keeping up the Oscars discourse because I mainly haven't watched a lot of the fucking movies. You know, it it seems to be like the main storyline is that, like you know that uh that Margot Ro Margot Robbie wasn't nominated for best actress for Barbie. And uh, the the chick the the woman who did the fucking who directed it is not, um, yeah. There's a bunch of awards for, but but the thing is the whole thing just feels gimmicked anyways. It 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 feels like you know again like again like I, to compare it to wrestling, like you know I remember a time when I used to as a kid when like they made the Slammy Award shows, uh, an actual award show and like some diet like, in, in some like banquet. And you and you had like you know kayfabe stuff whatever the bad guy would be pissed off that he didn't win, and you cut promos and all that. It feels like you know, with all this shit with like the Oscars, it feels like the the more I look at these award shows, it feels like the way that the drama is unfolding. It feels like I'm watching people like fight over the Slammy Awards essentially. Um, you know, like I wouldn't be surprised if like you know two celebrities start brawling throughout the fucking evening. At the Oscars, like how you know Harley Race and you know, Hacksaw Jim Duggan did. 
by the by the way, well, I, like right now, it's like I, I'm not in favor of anything, anything WWE. But like I was gonna say before, this whole thing fucking you know came out you know in more detail. That like you know WWE misses out on like you know, like like they've done Slammy Awards obviously for like you know like you know they haven't been doing it recently, but like they've done it like you know in the two thousand tens and all that kind of stuff and I, I as much as I appreciate appreciate that as somebody that loved the you know old Slammy Awards, I really wish that there would be one day or 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 like they could turn an episode of Raw into like a banquet a banquet itself. Instead of just doing wrestling angles and actually having a kayfabe award show and actually having like great writers, like you know, like you know, like 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 do tropes, like you know, mock the tropes from award shows and all that kind of stuff, and implement and and create more fucking you know good promos from certain wrestlers that are you know I mean I wish they would go to that route. I don't think anyone's clamoring for it, but it'd be a good surprise if it can be done in a modern way. You know what I mean? Like I. I, I like that they brought Slammy Awards back and all that kind of shit. As someone that like loved like the I, I love the fucking gimmick of it, whatever. But I I appreciate it a lot more when it was like done as like uh, um when it was done like an award show. Now I know if you use like the typical WWE writers that like do the backstage segments, it won't be as like you know, like you know, but like hire like actual fucking you know people that are willing to like do meta type of humor but also kind of do award show type of tropes while also forwarding fucking storyline and letting people do character work like i would love to see like you know the bloodline sitting at their own table and you know in kayfabe and all that kind of shit you know what i mean like i don't know see that's what's been missing from some of the slammy award type of fucking uh, the, the type of deals you know They'll pick and choose what, you know, I, again, like, you know, like, 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 listen, man, a lot of the awards, like, a lot of the awards, like, 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 I look at, look at the 97, uh, Slammy Awards, where, like, Austin, it, it, it was purely designed for everything to be a background to the Steve Austin, like, in his antics there, like, he was cutting some really fucking dope promos during that, you know what I mean, the Nation of Domination coming in late, to like you know, with to their music and to sit in their seats and all that type of shit, you know, own own heart bragging about like you know ninety six, um, you know ninety six when uh him and uh, uh Shawn, like him and Shawn Michaels won the award. Like, I guess he won the award, but it was based on Shawn Michaels um like having a concussion essentially, and then just his speech was fucking awesome where he's bragging about he's bragging about taking Shawn Michaels out basically. You know what I mean? I thought that was like. And then the next year, he stole Slammy Award. I thought that, you know, it just... You can do f interesting and fun things like that, but, you know, sometimes people don't want to. Not that I fucking... At this point, I'm not even clamoring for that because, you know, like, you know, this this, this news is, like, really fucking just dampened, you know. And the thing is, like, it, it, it shouldn't... Because, like, none of it surprises me because I've always suspected, and people have, like, you know, always, like, looked down on me for... Be, trying to be ahead of the curb on, like, like, you know, the hypocrisy of, like, calling out other people, like, you know, like, s someone like ACH who spoke out about racism and fucking, you know, and he, and maybe he, maybe by going at Lethal, Jay Lethal, it wasn't the best move, but I can tell, like, him, 
like having this horrible experience with WWE, maybe reminded him of other horrible experiences where then irrationally it's like, well, yeah, well, fuck Jay Lethal too. You know what I mean? Like, even though, like, at his core, maybe he doesn't actually fucking do it, but it's like, it reminded him, like, you know, where, uh, like, he, he, he felt humiliated or something like that for the story that he was telling and all that. Um, you know what I mean? And I think that's where some people fucking, you know, kind of lost, like, you know, people, that's where he lost some people. But, but the thing is, like, I'm, uh, but the thing is, like, even though I didn't agree with that, you didn't agree with that, whatever, uh, I recognize that he was going through a mental, ep mental health episode, and as someone who's gone through that, and when I'm mad at about one thing, I start fucking ranting about other things that have pissed me off, because, like, it's all fresh in your fucking head. And instead of having an open conversation about, you know, the mental health aspect of what it does and being in that institution, everyone fucking wrote off ACH and fucking exiled them. Where, you know what I mean? And the same thing they did. When you sw sw Big Swole can't even make a comment without people making fucking, you know, remarks about her and the harassment she had to fucking deal with. So don't tell me that, like, you know, people don't fucking organize that kind of behavior. I don't know. I was about the Oscars. I don't know what's happening with Darius Jackson and this Kiki Palmer thing, but now I think her brother is getting introduced into the discourse and becoming a uh, you know um, part of a main character because now he filed. A restraining order against her, but it got denied. So I have no idea what's going. It just seems like they're bringing in more characters as it goes along. But this is where the storyline keeps going, you know. I think uh, what they called uh, it's pretty. It's, I think it's pretty fucking you know obvious that that the the Chiefs are going to the Super Bowl most likely. And it makes sense because it feels like this season they partnered up with Taylor Swift for this, like, you know, this, you know, uh, you know, marketed relationship. I'm not saying, like, they aren't really going out, but part of it is, like, a reality show. You know, I'm sure, they'll, I'm sure like, you know, like, sooner or later they'll have a breakup and then people start hating Travis uh, Kelsey. Apparently it's not Travis Kelsey, it's Travis Kelsey or something, I don't know. By what they call like you know like it, 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 it's like it's like they're like um like profiting off every type of discourse you can from Taylor Swift being a part of the NFL so she was like I guess leading in like the swag surfing dance whatever I thought they actually played the song swag surfing whatever um you know because that beat's awesome um but no like, but then you know the imply the implies got on her about like giving credit to people who actually came up with a swag serving dance, whatever. But it's, it's always, just, like, it's, 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 like, designed for, like, to be done. So you get the visual of it, and then you get residual discourse of, like, the the origins of it. And and, and I'm, I'm not mad that, you, that you're fine with the origins, but it's, like, this is how it gets marketed. Instead of just saying, you know... Because like, you know, if she didn't do it, and then Plies has mentioned, hey, uh, let's give props to them. Swag serving, like, it wouldn't be, you know... uh like, it wouldn't be like, okay, why are you bringing this up right now, whatever, and all that kind of stuff. But you needed Taylor Swift to do the dance and lead, and lead, I guess, lead the charge with it, you know.
Taylor Swift's producer was using Kanye to promote his album. Like, I, no one really knows Taylor Swift's producer. But, like, he made a, a comment about, oh, Kanye's dropping on the same day as I am because, like, like they're on the same level. So then everyone dunked on him, but, like, now that's marketing because now people know that he became, that he is coming out with an album, right? So, like, now you're going to be like, oh, Shay, he's coming out with an album. But, like, it's just a way to promote, like, he probably knew, obviously, he's on the same level as Kanye, but it's like, see... Taylor Swift's people always need Kanye to, like, you know, get over sometimes. You know, even though it's, you know. I don't know what leaked audio happened with Young Thug and his girlfriend, Mariah the Scientist. I didn't even know she was dating Mariah the Scientist. But apparently, like, you know, it, it, the thing is, like, people are like, oh, my God, why are you playing his private? The thing is, like, everything about this trial is designed to be showbiz fucking shit. Like, no, nothing about this case is makes any sense. It's convoluted, but it's, like, it's designed to because with celebrities, it's not supposed to make any fucking sense. Like, half these things that are, have gone on during this trial, like, just randomness and all that, it's, like, there's no way that if this is, like... Like, I'm not saying it isn't a real trial, but I'm saying there's sports entertainment elements that are, are, are inserted into this kind of shit. And we still think we're living in, like, a regular fucking society. I don't know. By the way, Tom McDonald, and and here's the thing: what the call you always have to fucking clarify because you might find like old audio or from my periscopes or like podcast where I gave props to Tom McDonald at one point because even even though like some of the some of the fucking stuff that he was like being conspiratorial about, he still like limits the narratives. So even though like there's a a, a, a little truth in what he used to say a little bit. You know what I mean? Talking about cloned rappers and all that kind of stuff. Then, like, all of a sudden, like, as, like, you know, I got to, like, you know, like, uh, see some of his music, whatever, like, hear some of his music. He was then going more to, the, like, the right-wing reactionary culture war shit. And now, to, like, to really solidify, he had Ben Shapiro on a fucking track. And, and Ben Shapiro's, like, looking like the Eminem aesthetic where, like, you know, like, you know in videos, like, where Eminem just, like, has a hoodie on, he's not really doing much until he has to rap. It was like he was being presented in that fucking way. And it's like, this is so fucking disgusting, because this guy, like, one of the more racist fucking fundamentalist type fucking people, he's being embraced in uh, this current day hip-hop. You know? And Tom McDonald's the biggest fucking industry plan on the fucking planet. So like, I kind of regret even fucking, you know, like, liking his fucking music. Not that I even fucking, like, I like the full album or anything that. It's like one or two songs that I like called, like, one was called Clone Rapper and one was called Music Industry. You know what I mean? Like, like you know what I mean? Like, he seemed like, at least a little bit more normal. Like, I, I mean, the people who automatically fucking hate. There's a good call on those people who automatically hated him. But I was like, one of those people, I'm like, hey, he's kind of speaking some truth, so why do people always hate when someone gets a little bit conspiratorial, but, like, now, but, like, after, like, a couple, after, like, you know, like, those two songs, and, like, someone would post it on Reddit to see what, I'll see what, I was up, see what he's up to, and it turns out, like, okay, he's going that culture war fucking route and all that kind of shit. That's what's fucking scary about all this. Let me see, hold on.
Let me see. There's a bunch of... Uh, upset because you laid out like very good points like this is the bare fucking minimum but at the end of the day like yeah they're going to be out there but they're still going to control the atmosphere and narrative where it's going to benefit them it'll be controlled to some degree but i think everybody so i walked into i walked into a space that wrestler that guy named e, uh, i what's his name i from wrestling purist Cornet's trending right now. So what did he say? Did he say anything? Also, Vincent, also Cornet, uh, I guess people are shitting on Cornet because Cornet fucking is not fully in agreement with everything that the, that the the victim went through. Let me see right here. I, I, again, with the cold cornet sh shouldn't be fucking talking because, again, this is why certain people online who pretend to be purists have been defending fucking Cornette constant, constantly because he's a pro C, he's pro CM Punk. You know, and so they, so they forgive him for some of the fucking shit that he's done. Again, he, he says it was all, he says it was consensual, you know, I remember he, he said, oh, you're mocking me for a fucking, you know, kink. Whatever. I listen, man. With a call, if that's how you and your wife fucking get down consensually with people. I I have no I have no issue with people who want to watch their fucking you know wives get. I, I mean, I don't understand it. Like you know, I mean, it's not, I never. I I don't know. I don't know how people can just get off watching you know other people fuck their woman, but that's how people. Some some people get off on that, I guess, right? But to me, it's, that's not the, that's not that's not the issue. You know what I mean? Like it's the same. It's the same thing with the, the 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 whole Diddy thing. Like people are focusing that Diddy had like you know male orgies and all that. But listen, man, that's if that's how he if, if that's like what he's into sexually. I have no fucking issue, man. There's nothing wrong with him having an orgy, but fucking you know. But it's it's the initiation, the grooming, and all that kind of shit. The power dynamic shit. That's the fucking issue. Yeah. Apparently Jim Cornell was making jokes about this. I have to, I, I have to hear what... Because here's the thing. Sometimes people... like For example, like... 
with the cult thing is so horrible. Sometimes you levitate it with like like meaning I I I was making jokes, but I was more mocking, like you know what I mean? like I wasn't mocking the fucking victim. You know what I mean? Like you know what I mean? I, I rather I rather make fucking jokes where I mock the fucking criminal fucking asshole that's doing all this horrible fucking shit. But also, I, I I explained that when I woke up, like the like the like 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 one of the things that was trending, at least from on my Twitter, was Vince Vince Vince. I don't know if it's Vince McMahon dildo, but Vince dildos. And I was like, "What the fuck is this? Whatever, right?" Sometimes they trend for a few. If you refresh it, it changes to something else, whatever. So I like, you know what I mean. So I go, "What the fuck?" So this is like the first. So so I thought like this is all we're gonna find out that he named things out of dildos, right? And then I was, as I was catching up on Reddit, and there was more fucking, like, oh, there's, like, a whole fucking list of fucking uh, uh, text that are, you know, coming out, like, you know, oh, and then the, and, and the context for what he did to her, like, holy fucking shit. And it became beyond, like, because the thing is, though, like, everything got levitated. When these situations happened, social media, at least, they try to, like, always levitate something with comedy in the mix of it. It's like, I don't know, man. It's, uh, yeah. By the way, all the people that are like, oh, Jim Cornette gets credit because he and Vince Russo at least acknowledged uh, what kind of horrible shit um, Vince McMahon's done. Yet this guy, like, you know, still says horrible fucking shit. Again, he's, 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 he's allowed to, you know what I mean? We'll see what goes on. Yeah, I don't know. I'm gonna try to look at the, the the leaked audio between Mariah. What, what was going on with Mariah? Um, no, young Doug Mariah. Let me see what the story was here. Let me see here. What's up, baby? Merry Christmas. Thank you. I love you. I miss you, and I love you. Thanks for my gifts. Them chains heavy? They heavier than the bracelets for sure. I miss you, baby. You, you thought what was bigger? I said, I, I thought the cubes were bigger too. Like thicker? Like, um. Yeah, like more, more, yeah. They 14, I think. I like it a lot. I'm very appreciative. Thanks, thanks. I miss you. I don't know what the, I I the controversy. This doesn't seem like anything. I miss you. Thanks, baby. 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 The thing is, like, the thing is, if this became part of the discourse, then it means it wasn't designed to be private. 
Like, you know what I mean? Like, if we're judging it by, like, regular rules, like, obviously, like, there's no point of fucking showing that. I don't know what, what it's supposed to, uh, let me see if I'm missing any context. Well, he just, he gave her a gift, essentially. Like, Drake replied to it. It's like, you know, like, he discussed it. Like, let me see what he said right here. There's got to be some form of jail misconduct. You're going to drag this talented man and then not be able to control your employees using his personal business for their own game, so many benefits. Like, the, the thing is, he's he's right. But the thing is, is like, it's like, they, it's like they pick, people pick and choose when to be outraged by it. But, like, everything literally that's been out there has been designed for to be out there. Like, this was, like, not... Like, to me, this wasn't, like... It's supposed to represent that, that, that fucking people will post this shit regardless, whatever. But, like, it, it wouldn't shock me if Young Thug is the one that is, like, making some type of digital currency from, you know, this being out. Because, like, these guys are not playing by regular rules in this thing. This has become, like, a... Like, like this will probably be part of a documentary and all that. But, you know, and, and the stuff that, like, you know, that he's being, like, charged for and all that, I'm sure, like, because you, you, it's a corrupt fucking system where, like, everyone has to do dirt. I'm sure there's validity to, like, the charges and all that kind of shit. But it's like, you know, it's like this is the way that you're fucking discussing it because it's like they have to make a show trial. Even though, like, it's like, you know, like, like, like literally, like, officially there's, like, Doc, like, you know what I mean, like, 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 there's, like, you know, people getting involved that, you know, that, you know, like, real, real judges and all that kind of shit, but it feels like whenever a celebrity, it has to be sports entertainment, everything has to, like, you know, devolve into, uh, into chaos and confusion and inconsistencies and all that type of shit. Because Drake is acting like this guy is completely innocent. I don't think he is. I think you know. But the it it but this isn't that whole like oh uh, let's like you know let's uh let's 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 all just like solely blame Young Thug. It's it's part of a bigger fucking story of like, with like 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 being a cog in the machine, but then by your like like whenever it's a rapper, like his ma his mafia stuff has to be by the aesthetic of, like gang banging and all that kind of shit. Where it's like oh so then you can. So then bad faith actors then make that correlation that, oh, look, you see, this is how all of them act, whatever. You know what I mean? When, like, you know, like, so, but so it's like everyone who is, like, involved with mafia-level shit in all industries has their own aesthetic of how they're in the mafia type of shit, you know. But we don't know, really, you know. Um... It is what it is, man. I don't know. Um... Yeah, I don't know. Rick Rick Ross uh, is X's deal. Um, like now she's gonna become a character. I, I don't know. He he's had multiple exes and multiple fiancés that I can't keep up. But there's one in particular is saying that he fucked Gucci Man's current girl or ex girl. I don't know. 
but he also she also alluded to the fact that um with his old fiance from the 2014 2015 I think um that what to call like she had a threesome with Rick Ross and Meek Mill so like, to me it's like everyone in the industry probably like you know uh you know like has some type of fucking you know of um you know uh like you know some type of you know sexual interaction whatever and all that and it has to come out the way it comes out has to come out in a scandalous way where like you know like your past is like kind of doing it i don't know you know but but it's like you know he because again i guess when it'll probably stem from the fact that he has a new girl so like the the x1 is like like they'll they'll book her to be the one who's being jealous and that's why she's airing it out you know, I don't know, hold on, let me see. Rick Ross's baby baby mama like I'm looking at the family right here. Rick Ross's baby mama Tia Kemp says Gucci Man's wife, Keisha Kaor, slept with Rick Ross and also said Rick Rick Ross fiance Lyra Galore slept with rapper Meek Mill. I think there's let me see the So, 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 whatever comes to celebrities, right? The reason why I mention this is because I, I know there's gonna be people that are gonna fucking start shitting on her if you're a defensive of Rick Ross, whatever. But it's like, uh, it's like you know, she like whoever's running the game is like she's now become a cog in the game now too. I don't know if uh, let me see if Tia Kemp was like was she like famous like super famous before this or was you know. Or this one you decide to this one they they decide to like make her. She doesn't see her Wikipedia page or anything like that. She doesn't there's no bio for her. I just see articles about her. So I guess this is how she becomes a main character in the discourse as well. I guess right. Is that without is it that one goes down? Who knows? You know I don't know. Who fucking knows at this point? Let me, uh... Let me see, um... The song with, with uh, Ben Shapiro and, uh... And Tom McDonald is called Facts. It's, it's the, one of the worst songs I've ever heard. They call me offensive, controversial, so they do genders, boys and girls. They can't cancel my message because I'm the biggest independent rapper in the whole freaking world. They thought I'm racist, yeah, all right. I'm not ashamed because I'm white. If every Caucasian's a bigot, I guess every Muslim's a terrorist. Every liberal is right. I don't want to talk to folks who don't get it. Go woke, go broke, no hope. It's pathetic. Pro-choice pronouns, pro-love, you're progressive. But you ain't pro-gun, no one to protect you. Where the American flags at? Remember when people would hang those. They've been taken down, they've all been replaced with BLM flags or a rainbow. The same rap, the same money, cars and clothes. <laughs> It's not surprising that this is being allowed in hip hop when 
because I feel like a lot of the overall direction of certain people in hip hop now has been going more right wing, but he's like one of the more obvious ones. If there was like an actual like like defense of like an actual like united front of like you know gatekeeping, like this guy shouldn't even be in the fucking industry, and and no one's canceling him. He's being propped up, you know. This is propaganda fucking shit. By the way, what's it called? Um, um, li- the, the lyrical Lemonade album came out, um, and Eminem is. You know how the f- the first single from it from last year was Juice World and Corday doing the fucking uh, doing the version of. Uh, they called it Doomsday, but it was uh, them doing a song over Role Model. I think it was. That was. But then Eminem actually did a song over that beat, which is, like, basically the beat that he rapped on originally, but, you know, it's, it's, it's actually pretty, it's, it's like they're rebooting the, it's, it's like they're rebooting the, the Benzino beat, but he was aiming, a, lo- a lot of it was on Benzino for some reason. Oh, yeah, hold on. Yeah. A little under the weather. Fuck it. Yeah. All right, here we go. First I'm a shredder, burst like I had a personal vendetta Words come together like birds of a feather So I need a walker like Herschel, I'm better than all of you fucking little twists put together But I'm not trying to be controversial, I'd rather talk about shit with the purpose that matters Like who had the second best verse on forever <laughs> Now I got a riddle, one condition, you mustn't laugh Okay. What is the opposite of Benzino? A giraffe, go with his neck, how the fuck is that? How can I go with something he doesn't have? Arms so short he can't even touch his hands When they're above his head doing jumping jacks Sorry, I don't mean to upset you, Ben When I talk about all the debt you win I hear that you've been creeping on the low When them cheap hotels that they catch you in Jesus Christ, dog, when you said you ten Never guessed you meant Had the red wolf in In a room with one single bed to men Shady, man, you can Yes, you can Well, I guess then I regret to inform You hate to spoil a day But this doesn't bring me no joy to say Guess that coiler rate beats in the toilet, eh? God, yeah Due to flows, collateral, I suppose. Get pointed like mine in Sandra Bullock's nose. Head and bullet holes, have you full of those? You'll catch a stray like animal control. I plan a funeral, I'ma probably have to plan a funeral. Logical exams, once again, it is off into the dam. Had a room, I go right toward the upside. Lum at a psych ward because I strangled you with a mic cord because my fucking mind. 
minds more than I'm on my Pegasus, my high horse, and I'm fly. Bitch, I soar like a sty. You probably feel like you're gonna die. Cause you're in my morgue and you're tight up like a tight score. And that's why I'm back with Cole Bennett. And I've been it, the level J Cole Bennett. It's aftermath that I ride forward till I die. Pretty fucking good, man. Pretty fucking good. I'm not gonna, I don't know what the extra shit is. That's pretty fucking good though. I don't know why he's trying with Benzino again. I guess I gotta reboot that one too now, huh? And now with Coyle Ray fucking being, you know, uh, it's weird. It's it's like Eminem knew the booking because twenty years like twenty years ago or so. He mentioned how Benzino would be eating off his kids, you know, eating, you know, because, like, you know, that's probably his booking. I know what else to say, man. I don't know. Just kind of depressed from all this. Yeah. I think Megan the Stallion did a fucking diss song to a bunch of people. <coughs> but the way she hyped it up, she should have just released it. Because she had a trailer where she's like screaming in the beginning. Like, oh, this is for all you haters that fuck with me. So you didn't know wh wh how it was going to go. I thought it was going to be more venomous. But I mean, it, it was still decent. But I think if she just released it. I think without the hype of who she's going to dance, I think it would have stood out more, in my personal opinion, you know. Let me see, it's called Hiss. Let me see. I just want to kick this shit off by saying fuck y'all. I ain't got to clear my name on a motherfucking thing. Every time I get mentioned, one of y'all bitch ass niggas get 24 hours of attention. I'm going to get this shit off my chest and lay it to rest. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. And if the beat loud, I, I feel like Mariah Carey. Got these niggas so obsessed. My pussy so famous might get managed by Christian or next. He can't move on, can't let it go. He hook nose full of that Tina Snow. And since niggas need making help to make money, bitch, come be my hoe. All of you bitches is we're gonna bribe. Talking shit for a no can find you. I can never be judged by a bitch that was dancing, making all Kelly go viral. Hey, I'm sexy as fuck and I'm freaky. Get whoever I want any meanie. Why the fuck would I stay with a nigga that's weak in the sheets and don't know how to please me? Bodies on bodies on bodies on bodies. Say he fuck making it now, he the topic. These niggas thinking they lower the value. All this free promo, I'm turning to profit. Hey, when a nigga be kissing the teller, say he'll play up behind his feelings. Bet I won't give up the pussy again. Shit, shit. I add it to his friend. These hoes don't be mad at Megan. These hoes mad at Megan's law. I don't really know what the problem is, but I guarantee y'all want me to start. Bitch, you a pussy. Never spend a check me. Every chance you get, bitch, your weak ass wanna dress me. Bitches swear they cheat, but the G must stand for goofy. When the fuck did all the gangsta niggas turn to goofy? Everybody wanna kick it with me. I'm gonna play for a minute. Every time y'all celebrate fake news, <laughs> using my name for likes and views, I don't give a fuck what y'all make trend, bitch, I still win. 
Nigga, ain't you here? I ain't scared of dick. Any man go against me, I handle shit. I'm the Teflon Don in the courtroom. They be throwing that dirt, don't shit stick. I don't these little rap niggas so frauds. Saying they be they hardest bars. These niggas hate on BBL and be walking around with the same scars. Real curvy, no edging. Niggas fight to get in my section. Don't speak on my bike count if the dick ain't worth coming back for seconds. Cosplay, gangsters, fake ass accents. Posted in another nigga hood like a bad bitch. I'm a big dog, bitch, can't little sis me. Hoes get views when they tryna diss me. Make one move, got him in the tizzy. Killing shit, that's why they tryna rip me. Still going hard with the odds against me. These niggas don't have fans, they bots. These bitches don't have ass, they shots. And they still tuned in if they fans or not. Allegations from the opposition. Fish niggas just eating it up. These blogs get paid a lot. Y'all talk shit and be broke as fuck. Bottom line is I'm still rich. You making bad and I'm still good. Bringing up who mighty fucked and the bottom line is they still good. I just wanna fuck my nigga in peace, but all my old niggas still love me. Niggas ain't hit this pussy in years. Damn, I knew my shit was heat. None of you niggas was wife material. None of you niggas was worth all the drama. None of you niggas was hitting it wrong. One of your baby mama. Always got my ass out. Always let my titty show. When I'm in the gym, I think about bitches that I'm shitting on. I'm way too fucking cocky to take him back if he been cheating. I can't let none of you raggedy bitches think that y'all my equal. Ever since I claim the summer, all you bitches want a season. Ask a hoe why she don't like me, bet she can't give you a reason. You know motherfucking will these bitches want to sound like Tina. Don't you ever grab a mic and think that me and you competing. Hmm, ayy, that bitch in the wilds ain't bending. Host told told names are trending. Why every time one of y'all see this host to it, you get nothing. I don't give a fuck who think what You niggas is hot for nothing On the internet typing this shit to me Write him a letter or something Sorry bitch ass Anyways I don't know man Sorry I wish I this sooner but I had to go to the bathroom quickly You know Anyways I'm glad I'm, I'm not fucking too behind on the recaps because, you know, I can just do Rampage and, uh, you know, I don't know. What's it called? Um, there seems to be a storyline brewing with The Breakfast Club and that uh, comedian Jess Hilarious. Right? Because they didn't. Uh, I could have sworn they named her as somebody that's joining as an official name. And then all of a sudden, like, she wasn't there. From the clips that I see, I follow the Breakfast Channel, the Breakfast uh, Club channel on YouTube. And they're much, I, I, like, I, I would, like, like to listen to Ebro in the morning. But they only put, like, they'll put their interviews there. But, like, they'll have one segment of their show where they're having a topic of discussion. So you don't really get, like, a lot of clips. The Breakfast Club, at least... For like all the main news stories and all the opinions and and they have the interviews, they split it up and they also have a full video of like the audio whatever if you want to listen to that type of shit whatever. So to me, you know, um, it's always uh, you know, uh, it's so so I so I've been watching so I I have that subscribed obviously, to see what they talk about sometimes right and I haven't noticed that Je- I've noticed that Jess hilarious hasn't been there I thought she was part of it, but there seems to be some vagueness. Like, she hasn't said anything, but, like, she's, like, you know, kind of, like, 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 you know how, like, if, you, if you've been wronged by somebody, even if they have a mild opinion over, let's say, like, for example, Mary G. Blige and SZA, whatever, comparisons, whatever. I think that was a comparison. She started going at Envy and Charlemagne for, like, comparing uh, somebody to Mary J. Blige, you know what I mean? But, like, it didn't seem to go anywhere. But then somebody, somebody um, who was interviewed apparently asked... 
and they kind of avoided it. So is there something that's going to be brewing that's going to get exposed? Like, was it like, you know, like, you know, she was in, but then she rejected somebody uh, in advances and, or like, did, did she do something that pisses people off? But it feels like a storyline designed to like, you know, at least make her name bigger. Um, you know, maybe she was wrong, whatever, since, you know, everyone's getting canceled, right? So it wouldn't shock me if you need a current day storyline to get somebody kind of involved in a way, you know? I don't know. It just seemed weird, so let me let me see. Hold on a second. Let me see if anyone's you know, it, it seems to be like a storyline brewing apparently. She's de she's de she's decent, but I think sometimes like I don't know. So Charlie Main Street's on her absence. Let me see. No. Where is Jess? What's going on with, with our new third host? Huh? Where is Jess? Jess? I don't know where Jess is. Jess has, Jess has a podcast called the Kessie Reckless Podcast on the Black Effect iHeartRadio Podcast Network. She's doing stand-up. Just doing her thing. Well, I guess the better question is, where's our third host? <laughs> that that is a great question. I would really like to know the answer to that. I mean, I just came from downstairs. It was just me and Envy doing the show again. Right. Everybody starts rotating guest hosts, uh, you know, last year. Right. And we said we were going to start 2024 off with a new host. And that hasn't happened yet. I know it's a little hard for you to answer these questions, but just, you know, I thought... It feels like it's it, this is designed for us like... The, the, these audios are designed for you to look back at the audio and be like, oh, so he was lying at this part. Like, you know what I mean? Like, down the line. It feels like there's a, a storyline building for something bigger, I guess, to make, you know. Yeah, so you Cam Newton asked him. So, Cam, yeah, this is Cam Newton asking. Better and better. We'll be at, you know, Super Bowl as well. Uh, just collecting data. Uh, I'll be on Radio Row with fourth and one. I hope I can see that. I hope I can see Kimberly Martin. I hope I can see Jason McIntyre. I hope I can see Brock Parody. I hope I can see, you know, uh, Tua Tonga Valoa. Because unlike a lot of people who just throw a grenade and leave, <laughs> shit, I'm, I'm pulling up with a knife. I mean, I got to be real close to you. It's the best. Like, come on. I'd rather have a conversation with come you. Come on. That's why, that's why a lot of people in this space I don't respect because you're too busy talking about folks. Yeah. Talk to them. Yeah. Have a conversation yeah. with them. That. That. Well, we appreciate you brothers for joining us. Yes, sir. And y'all guys are invited anytime you know that. So if you in town, pull on up. Yeah. yeah just, just come on up. No, no, no. See, I'm going to tell you like I told, you know, uh, Brandon. Uh, I ain't going to keep doing freebies. I ain't mad at you. But, you know. Scratch your back, I scratch your back. I manage you. The next next time, you got to come on our. Call. I'll be no there. Say, say less. You see what I'm saying? Less. Less. So it's like, and we can look. I'm not I'm not saying that to say y'all got to pay me. What I am saying, hey, just return the favor. Say less. I'm That's there. It. And hopefully, when we when we get our co-host, whenever that happens, you know, we'll all come together. Hold on. What I, happened? <laughs> I thoroughly enjoyed the conversation you had. Hold with on. <laughs> Hold on. Mm -hmm. What happened before mm -hmm. we get out of here? The people the people I want to know. With what? With uh, Jess and Larry. 
Oh, I love y'all conversation on. Um, no, no, no. That was a dope conversation. Like, y'all, yeah, that was an amazing conversation. What happened to Jess Hilarious on The Breakfast Club? Yo, Cam Newton and Brandon Marshall, thank y'all for joining us. So, the. Charlemagne and DJ Envy are, are, are know what roles they're playing in this, whatever, right? Like, whatever their sports entertainment gimmick is. But, like, that's making it completely fucking honest. Like, you're building a fucking angle going on. So maybe you're going to find out something that happened. You know, well, I mean, I always think about how these tabloid-type levels storylines go because it's either something like, uh, you know, misogynistic... Maybe something, you know, maybe with the cold, because Jess Hilarious was kind of, like, starting, like, she didn't go completely anti-trans, but she started doing the fear-mongering about, like, oh, but what about real women and all that, you know, like, like that type of rhetoric. You know what I mean? And I'm like, okay, this is where it's going to be going, whatever. So it could be something like that. Maybe they didn't want her on because, oh, Charlamagne and, and DJ Envy have to pretend to play the, the, oh, they're too woke and they're afraid of... Like the LGBTQ community, I'm trying to look at the angle of what it is, but they're definitely making you think that there's something more there. They're definitely building the way that they're fucking going with that one. You know what I mean? Like it's way, it's way too obvious. Yeah. She called them trash because they. Uh, compared SZA to Mary J. Blige. So it so it, it feels like, even though like she may disagree with them, it just feels like her just kind of coming out with this opinion and calling them trash straight up. It seems like she feels comfortable doing that because maybe the association's in there. So they're obviously making you think that there's something there. So I'm curious of where the fucking, uh, the angle is gonna go basically. So, so here's another video where someone says, did Jess Hilarious fuck up her breakfast club bag by doing some Baltimore? What, what does that even mean? Let me see. Hold on again. I heard it's because she made the announcement on breakfast club before it was even inked. Mm. And that's uh, a man, listen to and let that him finish. Is, and that is a problem with corporate America. Mm -hmm. You are conducting yourself like your independent bag fuel and Jess Hilarious and you can't do that when you fucking with the powers that be. That is Clear Channel and iHeart Media. You cannot make an announcement saying you're on some... They have rollouts. They have things planned to get ratings. They want to mm -hmm. get the ratings with Just Hilarious. They're going to make... So this whole thing could be a ploy to get fucking ratings by making it... You know, it may, everyone has to seem a little bit more dangerous in order to get their bag now, basically. As I said, the, the whole anti-establishment, like pissing off the corp corporations is like... Like an overused thing because they're still a part of the corporation regardless. It's just because it's online, you know. But maybe that's the reason why. Let's see, you know. They're gonna make an announcement. Private party. They even make this a a a a fucking extravagant women empowerment. They 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 had the whole movie ready. She fucked it up. And I'm sorry, Baltimore. She did some Baltimore shit. Okay, so that's why I I I thought he was gonna like allude to like something factual. That relates to like Baltimore. So he, he, he I don't know if, if if the if the guy who posted this is the guy who's speaking in the video, or maybe he's speaking in a podcast. I don't know. Let me see. Hold on. Yeah, whatever. 
A lot of clicks run like that, you know. The reason why I'm not really liked as many by people because I kind of do my, you know, own thing, but I'm not really backed by any, you know, as far as I know. There's another thing where um an art where I saw like an article about Ti, not wanting his kids to be famous, but I'm sure since he's a heel, it'll probably reveal that he wanted his kids to be famous. But at his core, he could be actually telling the truth in the sense that, like maybe he didn't want that, but like the powers that be, like you know if you're like you know you make if you if you become your own little institution or your own little clique, like you know you know. And all that that has kind of like a little bit of power in the fucking system and the game and all that. That you can like make your family basically kind of like its own institution. And maybe, you know, that's part of the deal now when you have kids is that the kids now end up becoming celebrities as well. Because everyone becomes a celebrity at one point now. It's just, it's disturbing. It's, 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 what's disturbing about it is that like... Like, people are going to be, like, you grow up, like, not even, I, I keep making this point, like, you grow up not even knowing who you are fully, and people have this idea of your trajectory before you do, and they already have, like, all these opinions on what you're fucking doing, you know what I mean? And then, you know, and then, you know what I mean? And then, and then whatever has happened on the surface is, like, you're blaming it solely on him. So, it's like, his, it's like his kids are being used as cogs in the game as well. Just, just like all celebrities, fucking kids are, you know, you know, that's how it feels like. I don't know. Anyways, I'll come back with the, you know, the dynamite recap, uh, rampage, and SmackDown. I think I might have to save Impact for maybe like later on the weekend because I haven't watched it yet. You know, I'll try to maybe. I don't know. We'll see. I don't got much to say about SmackDown because it was just a bare bones show, you know. Rampage, I never really do long notes on that, you know what I mean? So, I'll see if I can fit an impact, basically. We'll see what ends up happening. I want to get this done before the Royal Rumble. It's like already 3 a.m. in the morning. You know what I mean? I wanted to fucking, you know, do this now, you know. It is what it is. Um, thanks for holding on here. I don't know how long, I think most people bail b b after hour one, whatever. But if people are still hanging on listening, you know. I never want to make people who listen to my podcast in a genuine way feel like they're being held fucking, you know, captive and they have to listen to every fucking word. You don't have to listen to every fucking word. You don't have to, like, you know what I mean? Like, if you've got other fucking things to listen to, listen to that, you know what I mean? Like, you don't have to, like... What, what ends up happening is that there's people in the industry that are behind the scenes that might, like, take a liking and keep and keep an eye on what I say, whatever... Then there's people who are cogs and shills who want to get in good good graces with people in in the in the industry. So they have to they feel they have to listen 
because like other people that they like, um, who they want to suck up to are listening to this. So then they get mad because like not everything is enthralling, and I understand that, but this is just a podcast for me to just get like my irrational mental thoughts. Like not every single thing is going to be a hit a hundred fucking percent, you know, but if you, again, like I don't want to make people feel like they have to fucking listen, you know. Like, I understand, like, I, I'm putting out a podcast in a world where there's, like, probably, like, 80 million fucking podcasts. You know what I mean? And I'm not doing, like, you know, the social media thing of, like, overhyping it and, you know, like, you know, like, doing regressive shit to fucking get fucking any attention on it. Like if it's it's there, it's there, you know? Like, maybe people will visit it after I fucking pass on. And they'll, you know, go, oh, my God, where where this has been my whole fucking life? But, you know, most of the time, it's probably not, you know. I feel like it's kind of helped me, you know, gather my own thoughts. And some people don't like it. Some people think, people are, I think people were mad that I didn't include them in the plans for I did it on my own. So, like, you know, if and if you don't include people in your fucking plans, especially people who have agendas then they're not going to co-sign it because they only co-sign what they fucking, you know, have t- some type of fucking control over. So no one ever really, you know, um, you know, shows, uh, no one ever really, you know, if if there's different fucking cogs and shills that are like, you know, in the, in the chat rooms or Discord servers that hate me and, you know, other people are, are like, you know, more friendly with them, then, like, like they're going to end up fucking hating me, too, basically. You know what I mean? That's just how it works. You know, they control that, you know, narrative. You know, I don't know. It is what it is, man. I don't know. So Vizic Man can go rest and piss. I don't give a shit. I'm sure there'll be something more coming out. They had to get it solved for the time being so people feel guilt-free for watching the Royal Rumble. So you had to say that, you know, Vizic Man pulled out. Uh, you know, Vizic Man is, like, gone, gone. But gonna be, then 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 the Monday, there's going to be more shit going on. They're, they might actually film an angle where somebody does ask a question in Triple H ends up snapping or whatever and all that, but I guarantee you, I think it's super, it's good, it's, it's probably good, the, the, the big news from it, either someone does ask the fucking question, or what's it called, or, or, um, or, like, it'll, it'll be that, oh, no, we did a complete PR thing where they address it, and they don't fucking acknowledge it afterwards, but, you know, that's why, if, 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 if I, again, what's it called, someone, if, 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 if I was connected with anybody to give me a, a press pass, like, I, I would do it and get fucking banned from, you know, ever partaking in one, whatever, but I wouldn't give a shit, you know. To, you know, thinking, I, I would ask, like, other fucking questions, too, though, you know, like the political ties, which is important, which people should take note, note of, you know, people don't see that, but whatever. So I'll come back in a bit with the fucking recaps.
What's going on? I got a lot of bit of discourse. I don't know why I'm playing this song. It's like, you know, I don't want to play a song coming in, whatever, but, you know, this song always soothes my fucking soul a little bit. song you play before, like, shit hits the fan in a war, right? You know, when it really kicks in, like, you know, everyone's, like, marching together, kind of, you know? So, so I'm, I, I, I don't even want to do the recaps because it's like it's so pointless. You know what I mean? But it's like I need to put content out. I'm just like trying to like ease my way in so I can just waste some fucking time, I guess. This is where it picks up now. Some Ronda Rousey got into the discourse of this Vince McMahon shit by exposing that what they call Vince um, had used Bruce Pritchard as a avatar, meaning that all the decisions Bruce Pritchard was doing is probably through Vince McMahon. So that's probably the excuse of why there's certain things still being pushed that were like Vince McMahon isms that you know that like Triple H wouldn't be pushing, I guess. I don't know what's gonna end up happening. Slim Jim is back with. I mean, I mean, it's like it's it's like a gimmick to like still promote Slim Jim in the sense that oh look they're back, but it's like nothing's changing. The culture isn't fucking changing. Yeah, you got rid of Vince. 
who's like a big part of it, but you know his handprint is still on it. You know, there's still this um, uh, you know, mixing and mingling with fucking Ron DeSantis being aligned with Trump. You know what I mean? There's so much more that's going on, but I'm sure there'll be more being exposed as you know things get ready to come out. Just look at how um, Trump's fans are, you know, shitting on uh, E.G. E. E. Carroll because, because they're using tweets to because she put in 2014 that Obama has big dick energy, Putin has big dick energy, that uh, I guess because she sexualized Obama and Putin, that means that uh, by their logic, I guess, by, their, by these fucked up uh, people's logic is that that means she wanted to be raped by Donald Trump. Now, when they when they say shit like, "Oh, it seems like in this in this trial that like you know a lot of what she says is kind of like acting in some way," I'll I'll give you leeway in the in that direction in the sense that because these people in the elite mingle uh, in the underground are doing foul fucking shit when they decide to make it a fucking story for, you know, the fucking discourse, right? When you're finally allowed to expose it, finally. They probably do have to gimmick up how they fucking met, so it, w- it would be inconsistent, but that doesn't mean that it didn't happen. It doesn't mean that she isn't a cog that's being, that she's being used. It just, people look at the inconsistencies because we still try to apply the regular rules of court of law to these celebrities and politicians when this is like all for show, even though the thing that's being accused probably ended up happening. You know what I mean? Like, like nothing's really gonna. And you think he's gonna pay the damages? You know what I mean. But just, but that's just a window of 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 what you can expect from fucking you know the Vince McMahon types. Like I'm, I'm thinking like I'm not even. Th- I, I don't even want to go to a social gathering because I, I I know this is like you know, like I I I can't be a gloomy Gus and fucking you know harp on this. You know what I mean? But, and there's also people that want... I, I I would assume people just want to align with the system. So people are not, you know... The, the, it, I, I, I'm afraid of seeing what people I know's reaction is. Like, the, they don't give a shit about what like, like what happened. And, and and to me, that just shows, like, if, if they don't fucking give a shit, that it, it's not surprising because they use me as a fucking guinea pig. So why would they care about somebody that's like, you know, someone they don't know, you know? Everything is just a fucking lie now. I don't know, man. I'm just so fucking, uh, you know, so sick of all this shit. I'm really sick of all this, you know, um, all this bullshit. I don't know. But I, I didn't get to watch the road to New Japan, but Okada, like, they won the fucking six-way for the tag titles. But then Okada forfeited. I think he has three more dates left on his fucking, uh, on his thing. On his contract, I guess. Or you promised three more dates, but I thought he should have just lost the titles, you know. You still could have given that speech, but I guess, if he has three more dates, then I'm going to assume that one of them he'll probably lose and put someone over. I, you, you, you would hope so, at least. I don't know. There's a show called Griselda. I guess it's by, um... I don't know if it's called Griselda Blanco. 
It's about this woman named Griselda Blanco, but her son is like outrage marketing for it. Where she's like, where he's like, oh, um, the actress who plays my mother is not as beautiful as my mother. And then the, the picture is like, you know, they show a picture of, of, of what the media outlet fucking put out. And the woman, the, the real life mother doesn't look as attractive as the actress, which is like, not that it fucking matters, but like, it was obviously designed to fucking get people and dunk on it, obviously. That's, that's the way you pro- help promote it. So like, now you're like, oh, look, the sun's mad. So now I gotta go check out Sofia uh, Vergara's fucking project, I guess. Let me see what the fuck it is. I don't know what the hell this is. TV show. She, like, became, like, you know, a, a drug pin. Notorious Colombian drug lord. Okay, so it's, you know. Anyways. Let me go to Dynamite quickly, alright? Um, Joe comes out. Uh, he basically greets the fucking Savannah, Georgia, which was like, not a good fight. I mean, he shouldn't even fucking acknowledge them because of how horrible this crowd was. Talk about the new ch- championship endeavor we're embarking on, and from t- and from tonight, opportunities must be earned in battle. And the opportunity to have the um is to have the worst night of your life, just like Hook last week. Basically, Hook interrupts. Says last week Joe won and he he lost. He shakes uh, his hand and pulls him close. And says he doesn't know when or where, but he doesn't uh, but but he'll see him again. And Joe says he bet he will. And 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 now Hook should go to the back of the line, and he calls for security to send there, send him there. And Hook just takes out a bunch of security guards. You know, he gave a Tazplex to one, Red Rum to another, basically. He basically just, you know, like you know, he basically just leaves. I guess it was short setting up why these matches from people are important. Because I guess most of them are going to be consideration of who gets to face them. At least the Swerve and Hangman one, I guess it was. It's nice to uh, get these segments. I wish he was gonna world. He's gonna be world champion for a while, but it feels like by the next pay per view he's losing it. So why not make the most of it for Joe to cut these promos? You know, um, Hook looks strong, and I hope they have a good follow up with him afterwards. But this is decent. But he's not strong in the mic just yet. Like he feels like someone who probably has dope promos in his head, but he gets like me where he can't fully articulate it. Where he waits a lot. I think it's fine to be a silent character and speak when you need to, but I think that he meant that act, acts it and actually lives the gimmick and doesn't talk as much. Which, you know what I mean? Like, you, you, you should, you know. And as someone who has to keep quiet most of the time and then have venom in my head, when I start speaking, I don't articulate it because I'm filled with so many fucking thoughts. So maybe he should practice more and have a constant flow of convo to himself. So when he does speak, then he comes off more confident. And you know, and and has you know, and talks with conviction. People have these comparisons that Hulk would be further along than Dom, but I mean, Dom has gotten a lot better in the ring. But most importantly, he is confident and conviction in his promos. So, I don't think the crowd reacted to this beatdown on security. Um, you know, uh, was mo- I don't think it was that effective really. The crowd was kind of shit, but I mean, who knows if they pipe shit down because for some reason they did that in Hamilton where everyone started preparing. That the crowd was like down, and I was there when the show, for the show, and they're more lively than, than than people thought. Like they showed on television at least, 
Mike Douglas is okay follow, but it feels like, you know, he'll go back to the usual spiel and not go to any meaningful feuds. I thought Joe was dope, even though I feel his reign could be transitional because for the, the, the meantime, he doesn't, he, he, he seems like he's like the big boss overseeing the view and getting to decide who, who he wants to face. And he makes it look like he's calling the shots. His politicking is changing the view of how the next challenger is being presented. If you're going to have a transitional reign, don't make it seem like one and make make it seem like the champion uh, has plans, I guess. He was on commentary and uh, he was on commentary for the match and Penta talked shit to him before his match with Hangman. Hangman came off more heelish during the taunting part where he screamed cowboy shit. Or maybe he said Hangman shit, I don't know. Joe was hilarious on commentary, by the way. There were, and this is where his WWE tools came into handy because he ended up being a pretty great broadcaster. Broadcaster, broadcaster. Broadcaster, you know. You, you can tell that I'm not really into, like, reading this shit because, you know, I, I don't know. I'm just, the news is, like, still, like, you know, I don't know. I like this chop battle because it felt out of, uh, out of hatred, not, like, the overdone spirited battles. They both nail moves on one another, but Penta gets the advantage with multiple sling blades. Hangman looked like uh, looked at Joe, looked at Joe before he did the fallaway slam, um, and did a and did a pretty motiv- motivated running shooting star press. He kept looking at Joe while maintaining control on Penta. Joe was hyped for the chop battle, which now feels like they're doing in a spirited battle way, which always kind of takes me out a little bit. They come back to a stalemate with clotheslines and thrust kicks until they eventually. Both knocked themselves down. Penta eventually dives out on Hangman. After Hangman missed a crossbody, Hangman got a Death Valley from Penta rolling through from the top. There are multiple thrust kicks all through the ring. Penta kind of got a jackhammer from the fireman's position, or maybe some fancier version of a Death Valley driver. I don't know. Penta f- um, fought out of the arm. Um, fought out of the f- no. Um. Uh, Hangman fought out of uh, his arm being snapped and got a pop-up Liger bomb for a near fall. Hangman and Penta both uh, failed to do the Deadeye and Fear Factor on the apron, but Penta got a made in Japan to intercept the buckshot lariat. This match is actually making me wish we could see singles Penta push eventually. Penta with the fluid motion transition outside, but Hangman's on the apron and gets him with the Deadeye and then a moonsault. He misses the buckshot but still gets a lariat and then goes back outside for a buckshot for the lungs of the wind. It was actually a really good match. It was probably a hard hitting and had a bigger feel to it because Joe, um, um, because Joe was on, because Joe on commentary and and critiquing what a championship, what is championship worthy. It was like you know kind of making it stand out. But this was a a good match. It made me wish we could see Penta push as a singles guy. It wasn't a better match that was paced well and it was hard hitting. I don't think the matches other than maybe Swerve and Hardy were really super top notch. Like, you know, and that was, like, toward the latter half of the fucking uh, uh, match. But the show did move storylines forward, I guess. But this was a pretty basic episode of the show. I thought the segment of the night was probably Deanna and Tony. But that one really surprised me how well it came on. But since Swerve was in the storyline, I'll go to this match with Jeff Hardy, you know. Swerve and Hangman did a segment after uh, Swerve's match later, but this match was dope. It was it was it was probably the best like you know one of the best Jeff has looked after that Derby match and I called it into I called into post wrestling uh, uh, collision of course I wondered if it was smart idea to put Swerve with Hardy because Hardy's trying to get booed so why put him in there with another heel but you know the host said that the uh, that Swerve is getting popular even if he's a heel and I I thought yeah you maybe that's probably right you know what I mean and Jeff will still probably get booed. 
and I and you know and I kind of agreed because there was like this because because there's discourse around the Hardys all the time that sometimes the crowds it could have a residual effect, but this crowd was actually more favorable than Jeff Hardy, which was surprising to me, considering you know how popular Swerve has been getting. It felt like one of those matches the crowd was actually into as well. I mean, Swerve is a bad guy, but with the reaction he's got in the last few months. It feels like they're ready to eventually turn him into a babyface, but he's still like a a heel. But this continued uh, Hardy's losing streak, and it feels like the most motivated he's been the last few years, actually. Even his last little bit in WWE didn't feel like he was doing anything too important. And now he's kind of going back to that heel route, maybe. Swerve slapped him after getting bested a bunch of times, and Hardy hit him back. Eventually, Swerve gets a back brick, and he tries to snap the arm, but Matt kind of voices concern that Jeff get the advantage. Hardy gets a Russian leg sweep and a pinning combo that he does with the hamstrings. Swerve swept his leg and got a pump kick and then a neck breaker when Jeff was hanging off the apron. Swerve mocked Jeff's dance and let Jeff swipe him off before Swerve could do a stomp off the apron. While Jeff was sitting in a chair, Jeff took the poetry in motion off the steps. Sent Swerve over the guardrail, Jeff got a whisper in the wind when they came back from the break. Joe got, I'm sorry, Jeff got an insiguri. Swerve countered the twist of fate. But Hardy still maintained uh, wrist control to drop him off, to drop him. Doesn't Manhattan drop leg drop combo. After tussling around outside with Swerve, uh, kind of in control, Jeff ends up getting a twist of fate off the steps. Um, Swerve uh, avoids a swanton and goes for the house call. And Swerve can't believe someone kicked out of it, but that move always gets kicked out of now. Jeff counters Swerve's attempt at a twist of fate and got a couple of pinning combos. Swerve lured Jeff in when he was selling the jawbreaker, and he got a rolling flatliner, and then he gets a brain buster, and then the the diving stomp for the win. Swerve interrupts Hangman's backstage interview and brags what, he's, uh, what he did to Jeff Hardy and how he's undefeated in 2024. And he asks when the last, um, who the last person who beat him. Hangman says, it's a new year, it's a new year, new me, dumbass. I mean, what kind of response is that? And he goes over being 3-0, and and it's like they're trying too hard to harp on the rankings. They, they And they, they could work, I mean, and they could work, but maybe do them for each division or whatever, I guess. Like, you know what I mean? Like I was saying before, I don't know. But later on, the moguls are getting a title of shots, and they've lost an AEW more so than winning, so I don't know. They kind of argue more, Renee said they would be in Dealer's Choice matches next week. So they're definitely making you know that these two guys are going to be going for the titles, essentially. It hasn't been official yet. I wouldn't say anything about this program stood out way too much because not much progression, but they are getting established wins and keeping their feud alive. So, I mean, who knows? I did like Joe's promo in the beginning. I was hoping he would be on commentary the whole night, actually. We'll see where this goes. Hangman's coming off more unlikable, and maybe it's because of the, the, the mustache. Maybe, I don't know. Those, those things make everyone look more unlikable. So, I mean, there's nothing much to fucking say about, like, this fucking promo. You know what I mean? There's nothing much really to, uh... I don't know. We see Nicholas and Matthew approached by Marvaz and asked what to, uh, what to expect of the EVPs. Like, in kayfabe, they've been EVPs. Wouldn't they have already made playing decisions already? Or is this, like, their introduction to EVPs and sports entertainment where you're defined by what decision you're making on screen, I guess? They chastised Mar- Marvez about, um... About, um, um they chastised Mar- Marvez about, uh... Uh, the first course of action to show respect by calling them by their God-given names, Nicholas and Matthew... And then Matt says they're surviving EVPs, the morale is through the roof, and, and they fix the catering problem. 
they want to show uh, they want to show to run smoothly, and they run to Dante and Darius, and they give them shit about being late and not having the credentials, and they've been here since one p.m. and Buck say they're just kidding, whatever. I was hoping we we're not going to see this throughout the night. I need to see an action, the like in 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 the midst of like you know their characters in the ring. So since they're attached to the Sting and Darby stuff, they were watching Dar um, watching backstage when Darby and Sting cut a promo. It was mostly Darby. Darby talks about people asking about Sting and tagging with them, and if Darby is going to retire before Sting with the way he does things. He goes over the impact Sting has had in his career, and it goes back to 2015 when he started 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 wrestling, and he saw Sting's career get cut short, and he wondered what his career got, uh, what if his career got cut short? So surely this guy, you know, did the blueprint of what Sting did afterwards, you know, by you know jumping off bridges and shit. Um, uh, he recaps Sting coming to AEW and how they trained, and uh, tells Sting to tell people. To, to tell the people that uh, what he said within a minute of training with them. He answered anyways. He said that he still got it. The Bucks are directing the program backstage, basically. Darby told him to um, get back in the ring and finish his career on his own terms. And they are 27-0. That makes them the number one contenders um, for the tag titles. And they want to take the opportunity and hype up Sting about still having it. And the crowd chants it, basically. He asked Sting if he wants to end his career as the AEW tag champion. Sting says he's all in and then does the, you know, the crow noise. Starks and Bill do have a promo about this afterwards, and Bill thanked them for finally having the respect to addressing them by name. And as AEW champion, they accept the challenge. Starks mentioned how he was part of Sting's first match in the tag match, and now he's facing him with his best partner. And they say that they, they, they'll walk all over him and, and Darby Allen. I mean, this is all right. I feel the reign has felt limited despite some good matches, but they're definitely, I think, they're going to lose the title to them so they can then go into the pay per view as champions. It doesn't matter if they want Bucks to get the heel heat and do heelish shit to send Sting on his way, or does Sting and Darby win and they have to forfeit the tag titles and you give the happy ending to, you know, Sting, essentially. Something tells me they would, you know, rather do the, you know, they'd rather do the fucking heel shit where it'll become, like, discourse. Renee is backstage with Orange Cassidy, the best wrestler in the world, uh, he says. She brings up Strong's uh, uh, challenge, and, and Orange just says, yeah, 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 okay, fine, I'll wrestle you. It's like six weeks away. He should have wrestled him last week, but okay, sure. He's going to keep wrestling because that's what he does, and he says he's got some friends and enemies. Put them in a match on Rampage, and they can wrestle him on Saturday for the title. And he says, I got to go. Trent's got to wrestle Wardlow. And then she, he, he asks Renee, have you seen Wardlow? He's big. And she goes, a lot of meat. I was trying to keep this few, uh, it was funny, but to keep, uh, you know, it was, it was a funny segment, but, they, but they're definitely keeping this few Roddy going and defending his title still, but they still, like, uh, we're definitely trying to keep this, like, you know, they're the, the trying to keep this uh, a feud alive through the, through the group, I guess, to get involved with the best friends. I wish could work. This match with Wardlow versus Trent was pretty good, um... Immediately, Warlow gets a massive shoulder tackle. He does an F5-like move. You're under the impression Warlow could get the power bombs, but Trent um, played possum, got a cradle. He manages to low bridge, send Warlow outside. Hits multiple baseball slides, but Warlow pops him in the face while Trent was in midair from attempting a crossbody. This is the first match, uh, Warlow match in a while that went into a picture-in-picture. -picture. Uh, but Trent was fighting back. Trent does a leaping knee to counter the, wind, the wind-up lariat. 
that Warlord does, and he topes um, onto him, which stunned Warlord more than anything. Trent, behind the ref's back, uses a chair, and Warlord throws it at him. Gets a half and half, a tornado DT. He was able to get a apologize for a near fall. I was actually shocked how much they were giving Trent. Warlord catches his dive, and it was pretty good power slam. He did the rise. He did that rising knee strike where he has them on on the rope like he used to do before he did the powerbomb symphony mostly. Then he did the delayed powerbomb that Taker did, did with the last ride for the win. Warlord tries to attack afterward, but best friends come to t- to fend um fend them off. Undisputed Kingdom call Warlord off from doing anything further. But the story is more about Trent being pissed. Um, he lost and kind of shoves Orange Cassidy a little bit. I would have wanted the Undisputed Kingdom to at least have a beatdown of this group to at least show dominance, but I feel like Trent had a good showing and now he's kind of being focused on where he kept, he keeps building tension with the Orange Cassidy. I've seen it over like over over the course of time. He's been you know kind of doing that because he's like you know because uh, they throw that shit here and there. I would have had the Kingdom lay these guys out to kind of maybe send some kind of message, but I'm 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 just surprised out of this they gave Trent so much from it. You know what I mean? Because he was also he was also kind of like with the way that he was using the chairs behind the ref's back, that felt kind of heelish as well. So maybe he's kind of going heelish. But the, again, nothing much to say about the progression of this. I just thought if you want to establish this group and make this feud more fucking personal, maybe you should have had the undisputed kingdom attack. There was actually a woman's talking thing on the stage, and plus a match would take place later on uh, for something else. But this stands out more than just doing a backstage promos. They do a sit-down promo with Renee, mediating it. Tony speaks first and has uh, an appointment at 11, and she goes over body-shaming Deanna has been receiving, which she thinks is ridiculous because there's so much more others um, to, to shame her about. She does say that she, they have history, but that doesn't mean she can use their past friendship to get a title shot. Yes, she has many friends who are less talented than her. She says Deanna may be the best technical wrestler in the world today, but if she steps in the ring with Tony, she'll need an epidermal. Like, she says something about lips. Uh, I don't know. I, I didn't jot everything down because it's hard to jot down her promo because she, she doesn't speak, you know, like, you know, like the way that I'm used to, basically. So, you know, I kind of have to, like, make it boring. Deanna said, this is insane. She didn't come to AEW to make friends. She came here to be the world champion. She was a champion used to be her friend. She doesn't mind having to earn it. But she'll win arm by arm. This isn't Tony. She wants to wrestle. Not this delusional sham. She wants Tony to, who slept on floors while grinding in dojos and moved to America and lived in her house. She said that Tony was her friend, um, best friend in the world. And that's who she wants to beat. She's begging Tony to dig in deep and find that version of herself. She compares her their ankles because they both have the same tattoo. By the way, they were able to show an overall shot of them face-to-face, but they had one side in black and white lighting for Tony, basically. It looked kind of cool, actually. Tony says Deanna can take her tattoo and blow it out her bum hole, and she throws a shoe at Deanna, and Deanna throws, throws hers back at her. She tries to offer the arm bar, and then Mariah saves her. Deanna accidentally pump-kicks Luther as Mariah runs with Tony. This is a good promo to have some uh, reality interact with this version of Tony because sometimes I think they rely on the wrestlers breaking sometimes for this comedy shit. But Deanna is actually getting into her head and wanting to get beyond this. And this is like, you know, and just be a wrestler essentially, which could happen down the line. But this is a good way for her to get to Tony who feels she needs to retort with this act that she's doing. But Deanna did a good job with the promo. She might not be the most perfect on the fucking mic, but this stood out more than just doing this. I think this stood out more doing this in a live crowd 
And and this is why you have to have more women segments like this. And this is how much you can get out and, and see how much you can get out there because I don't know. It feels ten times more important. We know how good these women are, but what kind of credit <laughs> and what kind of credibility they have. But now trying uh, tying in their friendship and having Diana try to get through to this character, but still willing to show she can fucking take them out. She came off like a star in this promo, and, and, and now that we see how Tony interacts with people who are keeping with the reality alive while Tony is in her own little television show, I, you know, it's, 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 so it's a, good, it's a good contrast. I can't say enough good things about this, and I, I hope they can keep it interesting. And I would love for them to give more women promos, and guess what? If it doesn't go smoothly, then it isn't the end of the fucking world. But you have to be willing to let women go out there and get better with live promo segments. So I was glad we got this because this just stands out as much as any any, any job match that you could have done. Like, Deanna's probably going to have beat Taya Valkyrie because Taya cut a promo with Giant TV about Deanna cutting the line and they're the most TV-ready couple. She's pissed about how Deanna's cutting the line, obviously, and Giant TV does this cheesy surfer type of humor, like no butts, no cuts, no coconuts, basically. And Taya challenges her um, on Dynamite and uh, she can uh, get, after that she can get back to the back of the line. It was short, but it felt like Giant TV and Taya had that Lucha Underground motivation impact vibe to them a little. So hopefully we see them more often on the main roster. But if they went to Deanna and Taya, um, if they went to Deanna and Taya just as, I probably, I, I probably think it would be a good match. And that, and that's, and that, and that's, you know, and and that's it basically. And now after the Deanna segment, I think our character is coming off more like a big deal. So now I want to see her in a match now because of her character. And then we had Thunder Rosa call out Tony after her match, so who knows if it's a, it's a one on it's it's a one on ones, and somehow they end up making a triple threat unless they decide to throw Thunder versus Tony on free television because Deanna pr- program does feel bigger. But you would think Thunder returning would have been prioritized first, and it goes to my point that if this is thrown on television, it would not shock me if they're featuring her on television, and then somehow she's uh, someone who ends up leaving, and somehow you know she was not under contract apparently. You know what I mean? Like it'd be one of those fucking things. But she's kind of since the injury, she's kind of like been a little bit slower. You know what I mean? So. I mean, listen, she has to get back, to, you know, it, it takes time to get back into the thick of things, right? So Thunder, um, um, Thunder Rosa and Velvet, um, Velvet Sky, Velvet Sky, no, no, Velvet, Red Velvet, sorry. Wrestle around for a bit, it was a back and forth with getting the best of each other. Velvet dropped Thunder from the apron face first before the picture in picture. Velvet had control for, uh, a lot of it until Thunder was able to get out some body wrap armbar and get a DT. She does a drop kick against the bottom rope. Then she got a Northern Light Suplex. Velvet got some stiff body shots. She countered the Casadora with a stomp. She does a knees to the back of the head. She couldn't get to the Bulldog. Uh, she couldn't get the Bulldog launching off the rope, but Thunder countered and she couldn't get a double underhook, but she managed to get a shotgun drop kick. Uh, she got the Tijuana bomb for the win. She talked to the camera about when her time, uh, when her time, and then called out Tony Storm. It was a decent match. Nothing too stand out about it. It was kind of slow, but Velvet has become such a decent performer, and she does more character work that I like. You know, it's still it was still decent, but this but, but but the stuff that made it to television was kind of uh, was kind of slow at some parts. You know, but I like the segment with the women with the promo segment. You know, they made it count and not just some random. I want to win a magic get a title shot and nothing else of note. Basically, you know. But I wonder if Thunder Rosa does get involved with this feud, or she has to wait 
Or does she get her one-on-one on television? That would, And it'll shock people that she's getting it so soon. With, like, barely any fucking build, really. Mox goes over the how the BCC was formed, and you um, um ever since the BCC was formed, you heard the word heard heard BCC mentioned on television. Ask how many championships they've won or how many matches they won. He doesn't keep track, but it's a lot. And he says that how many parties have we had? Go, there's zero parties for victory because they don't have time to they don't have time because there's always another match around the corner, a bigger threat, a bigger cha- a bigger challenge. And a bigger mountain around the corner. And that's why it takes to be the best. And the commitment to be elite. And ask what elite means. A lot of people come here and don't know what it's um, what it's from from the start. They think this is a party, but party is over. And in 2024, personally, he will maim, torture, and pulverize anyone who can't get with the program every time he steps in the ring. He'll give everything in the ring and says he'll um, cut his heart out in the middle of the ring and let the, it bleed. <coughs> And give every piece of his heart and soul if he has to for the people who paid their hard-earned money to watch what was supposed to be the best wrestling uh, show in the world. And he'll do it every single time. This felt like he was calling out people who left the company and maybe doing vague promos to set up a feud with Osprey for Revolution, which will be really dope. Think it would, it would mean more if we didn't see it in New Japan, but I mean, it'll be the first time in AEW, right? But it'll still be dope. I like this promo. I like the I like the notion of putting together stats and how many time how many titles a group has won and how and how much like they they have accomplished since their tenure. I feel people don't focus on that kind of stuff often. Putting over accolades of managers who take clients to world titles but you know but we just think a manager is comedy fodder anyway this promo was dope mox always comes through with dope promos one of the better things one of the better things that are stayed consistent in this company it, it felt it, it felt more like a baby face promo right because you know because with, with bcc like you can say that him uh call, like you know uh, going this hard or whatever about like pulverizing, torturing, and all that comes off heelish, but then he's like he's giving a piece of a soul to the audience. So it's like you know, like they're always in a gray area, but you know, so you never know what will happen. We had the acclaim versus the mogul embassy. The Bullet Club did their entrance first, and they got a decent pop for it. It looks fucking cool, but then Acclaim will come out. Caster mentions Nana is a Nigerian prince, so stop calling his mama. He said Toa looks like the dude from Moana. He said that well, for once, Cage is not the most generic member on a team. It was decent. I was not as invested into this match because it's telegraphed these guys would lose. You know what I mean? So I wasn't really as invested. You know, Caster and Cage mix it up. Then both guys do his combo shit. The heels got heat on him for a bit. Nana got kicked away from interfering, but Toa pounds Bowens off the apron. Billy finally got the hot tag, drops all of them. Toa pounds Billy to intercept the Famouser. Bowens got, uh, got a thrust kick. Cage gets something. Each member does each... Does so does a move for the most part. Toa almost got a near fall on Billy. Switchblade pulled the chair from Khan, who's going to use it. Billy gets a sleeper suplex. Guns power bomb Nana through the timekeeper table. Um, Bowen gets the rough rider, like the rough rider move, and then a claim with a uh, got the three D. And uh, Billy gets Toa with the famous turn, and then they got Khan with the arrival and the mic drop for the win. I guess the 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 three D is like hinting at a bully at a bomb, you know. Uh, Bully Ray, you know, a Team 3D feud, I guess. You know, who knows? I don't know. Nothing much, but the alliance working strong, and there has to be a heel turn coming because Bullet Club as good guys seems generic. 
But they'll be over for a bit, like as good guys, until they let this angle play out. They haven't approached the Undisputed Kingdom about what happened since the initial time, so I don't know how serious a stable will be or how long this alliance will last. But I'm going to guess what that switchblade will be. You know, we'll be sick of these guys in a bit, and we get a feud for the titles and merge them. I guess. I can't see what I can't wait to see which ti- what title match Mogul Embassy will will be given at next week since they lost lost one and got this match now. Uh, you saw promos from Copeland hyping up his match with Suzuki, so they're both uh, be- they, they they're both uh they'll both beat each other up and they're both about grit and they're both evil bastards. I was hyped for what would be extra. I I was I was hyped for what could be extracted from this, even if it's just a one off match. Right, but I, 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 it wasn't like super impressive, but it's still a cool visual seeing, you know, Edge versus Suzuki. You know what I mean? They got stiff shots, and Copeland kept crumbling from these strikes. It was a decent match to see, but it was not a super standout match. I don't think this needed to be the main event. Copeland prevented an arm bar to be um, done in the in the, in the um, done in the ropes. Suzuki counters being speared off the apron with a kick. The, um, uh, with, with the kick, and then he brings Copeland out with the guillotine, and Copeland punches him through the guardrail. They both go through it, um, pushes him through the guardrail, punches him through the guardrail. That would be fucking, uh, uh, that'd be next level. They make, uh, they make it back before the count of ten. They have a slugfest, which was pretty intense, and they both collapse. This is what they match with, essentially, you know what I mean? And then Copeland eventually gets the impaler DT, so he gets an arm bar, but Copeland tries for the spear, eventually Copeland makes it to the rope, um, Eventually, Copeland gets his, like, he doesn't get the spear, but the only near fall, and Copeland can't believe it, so Suzuki um, locks in a choke, and you think it's done, but Copeland gets him in the corner and does a kill switch for the win. He gets a promo, and he gives Suzuki respect, but Suzuki walks away, and Copeland says he would have been disappointed, he would have been disappointed if he did shake his hand anyways. Uh, he said that th- th- this was a war, and something Christian Cage knows nothing about, and he keeps saying he's coming for the, the, the title. This match was okay. It was fine to have a random match like this just to see what they would do with it. And I know Suzuki is older, so no, the novelty of just him being in the ring with him is, is a sell. I know it won't be the most rapid match on the planet, and it would be a slugfest. But I don't think this needs to be the main event. It was a decent show overall, but I can't say anything stuck out as being really, really, really fucking good. I did enjoy the Deanna Tony stuff, though. And I liked Hangman versus Penta. And to an extent, I liked Swerve versus Jeff Hardy toward like, the latter half of the match. But the main event should have, I think the main event you could have done Penta versus the Hangman or you could have done Swerve versus Jeff Hardy and kind of have an angle with Joe. And, you know what I mean? If, it's gonna be, if this was going to be the show, then you might as well have at least ended it with the world champion. But, you know. Let me go over um, SmackDown. I, again, I'm going to go this quickly. You know what I mean? I, I didn't really give this much fucking chance. Because uh, it's a bare-bones episode. Orton Knight Styles just gave their promos about the beef with each other. Nothing was being extracted from this, you know, other than the usual that Styles is, like, still pissed off. But he just reiterated the beef that they all have in Knight setting up the main event where they had a solo. And then Styles kind of attacks Orton. Um, and because Knight, Knight left, whatever. But, and Heyman um, tells Solo to really fix the problem. You know what I mean? Heyman tells Jimmy to get into the Rumble so he can challenge Seth for Mania. So you see Jimmy get his number for the Rumble and the Tumblr, but the the thing is they had one Tumblr and the women and men would pick names. So how how did that even work? It, it was like they were looking for the nostalgia, but they didn't think having another one for the women um, separate from men was a good enough idea, I guess. 
Ava was there also with all this to get pointers about being a GM, but nothing was really extracted from it. But I wonder if she's there to infiltrate since Heyman did have a connection with her in NXT, like, you know, recently, whatever. Jimmy approached AJ for a truce to take out Knight, so it makes it easier for them at the Rumble. AJ kind of considered and the OC came and asked her everything was good. AJ didn't think it was any of their concern, essentially. I don't know what this feud is going to be extracted from that, but, and, you know, Solo um, Solo versus Knight was a no contest because Jimmy and AJ got involved. I think, I don't know, one of them got involved first, right? But then AJ kind of teased using a chair. After he beat up Knight, he teased using a chair, then Jimmy passed him. But he attacked them instead, ordered them, made the save, and, you know, he kind of got rid of them. He gave AJ the RKO, and then Knight, out of nowhere, comes out and gives the BFT to him. So, basically, he was, like, the last one to be focused on. Because the whole thing was reiterating that that that, that the Styles and uh, and uh, and Knight are the background players, while Orton's the one that they're focusing on. You know, one of the, you know um, one of the more notable things on the show, Alexa Lopez was joining Legaldo Fantasma and, and attacked Zelina during the Santos Carlito match, which Carlito lost. You saw Santos getting his number later on with them. I wish it was the original LDF, you know, uh, Legaldo Fantasma, but I guess Letario's has been better presented, I guess, whatever. But I'm glad that, you know, Electra Lopez is with them. You know what I mean? I think she fit, she fit them, she fit with Santos really well. That's probably why they're doing that feud with her and Lola Vice on NXT. Anyways, last year probably got their number for the Rumble, and then they had a face-off with the Final Testament. I can't say this feels lighting me on fire. It was like the most basic way to kind of get it. They, they teased it's not, not going to happen, and then the brawl did end up happening, but I don't know. We'll see where it goes. There was, there was a, a dope Bailey promo about her plans for the Rumble and how damage control is taking over everything. It was actually a really good uh, thing, you know, because her, Becky, and Naya seem to be the strong ones going into it. Kabuki Warriors beat Kane and Katana for the title. I expected that. It doesn't mean Kane and Katana can't get them back. But they, like, seem more like a team ready. You know, you know what I mean? So, I mean, but this might help, you know, with, you know, with damage control coming up to Raw, I guess. And NXT if they want to go there. I bet Bailey fails in Rumble and this is what gets her kicked out of the group. Like, you know, Bailey and Bianca had a confrontation when they were both getting their numbers. They showed footage of KO and Logan being separated at the PC when they got into a fight. Theory beat Melo when he cheated, and Waller and, and him attacked, and Trick made the save, and I think they had piped-in chance for him. Yeah, I mean, you know, but it was it was cool to see him on the main roster. He was concerned Melo took the mat, took them to his match when they had semifinals c- coming up. I don't know if, they, if they're going to be in the Rumble, but, you know, R-Truth got his number, and I guess he got 19 because he said, do I think a quarantine? I don't think the segment was that, 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 that funny, but whatever. I was not really into the show because the news was dominating. I'll go to Rampage. Uh, Mox, and, Mox and Lee Moriarty had a really good match. Mox beat him. And then they extracted something from this because Shane and Lee uh, attack him afterwards and they got a big beat down on him, which will lead to a tag match on Collision with Claudio and um, Moxley. But it's cool that they're continuing this and getting airtime with these guys and I hope it leads to something more pro- um, prominent for them because Shane Taylor and Lee Moriarty are really talented. And Shane Taylor's like, like, you know, the improvement he made in, 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 in ROH when he finally got his whole Shane Taylor promotion thing going. It was like really impressive because after Keith Lee left, he was like kind of floundering between, like he had a group with like Kenny King and them, whatever. I forget who else was in the group, whatever. I think uh, Caprice Coleman maybe was in it too. I'm not sure. 
I forget who else was in it, but whatever. But, like, he wasn't really doing much until he started becoming, like, the TV champion guy. So I wish, like, you know, he has good conviction with his promos. So, you know. They promoted CMLL stars were coming to AEW. So a bunch of guys will have random booking, but they'll have good matches, I guess. Takashita beat Daniel, Christopher Daniels, and Kalos kind of promo afterwards about Jericho and Takashita um, fighting in two weeks, and basically Fletcher wants first dibs against Jericho. So I don't care anything about, the, about this because as credible as the family has looked in general, there's still setbacks to the booking for them and, 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 and uh, being more featured prominently and consistently. Like they, they should be going for titles. Top flight and prep party preview in the next match. I think the highlight of this was that they stopped... Uh, they the the the, 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 the the I think the security the the, the black security guard that that's always in the AEW shows, he was in the segment with them. He kind of got involved and slapped. Uh, I think it was him who slapped uh, uh, Darius, uh, uh, who slapped um, Andretti's bottle out of his hand before he did that trick, whatever. But I mean, he felt like I mean maybe they add him part of the group. Maybe I think that will actually be cool if they make that guy a character. You know, um, Anna and Parker had a segment confrontation about um, about um, he can't be behind Anna after all the Harley stuff and asked why she made uh, her kiss him. Anna slaps him and can't believe he'd insinuate after all they've been through that she was doing this. Uh, that like she, that she would that she would do that to him. Whatever she says, she would do this match against uh, his girlfriends for him. She doesn't care anymore. She keeps saying she's doing her own thing. Whatever she keeps saying this, but I hope she can actually separate from all this. You know. She did win, uh, and the heel entourage got kicked out of the ringside area. Anna screamed she didn't do it to Ruby before she finished Ruby off. It was fine. I'm glad Anna's getting some kind of win. Hopefully she'll get something for big for this year. Kingston cut a promo about Brian not respecting him, and he wishes him luck against Nagata and wants to give someone a chance, and if they beat him, he can get, they can get title shot, and he counters Willie Mack and how much he respects them. We got another Serena D promo. The main event was Commander beating Vikingo, Butcher, and Kip in a four-way to determine who's going to face Orange Cassidy on Collision. I felt cheated because, spoilers, said Kip Sabian won. And I always love when Kip and Orange Cassidy have their matches because they add more to the rivalry. They don't focus on Kip as much, whatever, right? But I still think he puts it all into whatever character he's doing still. So that's basically it. You know, I, mean, I want to get this done. It's 4.01 p.m. I don't know if I'm going to go out and watch the Rumble. I don't know if, like, it's a good idea to be social during this time when, like, I'm depressed. And, and I end up feeling worse afterwards because of my mental irrationality and using past fucking, you know, trauma in my head that's always, like, lurking. Anyways. You know, I want to... Uh... Anyway, I'll, I'll see you. I'll, I'll finish off with a song, I guess. I mean, I'll probably continue it, I guess. I don't know.
still got time. I, you know. I'll play this one. This one's one always a good one, whatever. favorite man noise in my head give me a job give me security give me a chance to survive just a portal in the unemployment line but I'm hardly alive My mother and father My wife and my friends And I'm laughing my face Fucking dangerous. Oh, it's gonna get fucking worse, man. I, 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 I don't want it to happen, but I can feel it. You know what I mean? This is just the beginning. <laughs> 